Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian Espinal, and joining me through Discord is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. It's called Partner, but it should What's be good? Gangsta Time. <laughs> yeah, you already know, man. We back, we back with, with, with some heavy ones. Yeah, with some new heat. Good job. Uh, joining us also through Discord is the Swagmaster himself. It is Edge Lord Big News Brian. Edge Lord Big News Time Skip Brian. <laughs> yeah. Swag, we're gonna keep adding. Brian's been through a Swag, week long trend. When the fuck? I'm I am the farthest from that. All right, <laughs> Brian. See, we're trying to be nice to you now, and now you're just rejected. I don't know if this is like you're just so used to the abuse that we're just like, no. Yeah, you're just bashful, man. <laughs> I've just been locked in the paper for so long that, you know, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've just, I've just, you know, I've been obeying it now. Yeah. It's just a part of my life. Yeah, Listen, man. this is what happened. You went to an island, you lost to a bear machine, and you got <laughs> sent really far. And then you stood in that place for two years. And here you are, back here. Yeah, honing your producer skills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you're back. Um, that is what happened. And for those of for, for the uninitiated, that's One Piece. Yes, that is a One Piece reference. Um, I hope you guys are doing well. I am still not moved in quite yet. My place is somehow a bigger disaster than when we moved in. But somehow still looking the best out of all three of us with the sheer... Uh, that's not the right word. The one, it's nice bricks. The one cool I like amenity I have is brick brick background, which I don't know if we're... Whatever, man. This this is an evolving situation. Don't ever move. If you're like planning on moving, don't. Moving sucks, dude. It, it really is just a pain in the ass. But um, I'm glad I'm here. New studio, technically. Uh, so... Let's get into it. Uh, you could uh, let's go into plugs. You could find me at the Chris Espinel on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore thirty seven, and that's on Instagram as well. All right, Brian. Also you? at NY Chillin on Twitter. Yeah, follow the boy. Yeah, uh, Brian, where you at? You can find me at b esp on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And. And also my Twitch, whenever I decide to stream, you can find me at It's Punchline. Yeah, follow him on his social media, and then he'll, I guess, tweet out when he's going to do it. That'd be a cool thing to do, right? Yeah. Expand your market. Uh, You can follow the show itself (laughs) at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, If you guys have any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want to shoot at us, uh, comment below on this YouTube video or email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. very very looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say uh also if you're listening on youtube we have a lot of episodes that are not on our youtube channel anymore because of uh, this is a brand new channel uh so all those audio versions are still available if you wanted to go back and listen to our thoughts on earlier stuff we do have a a huge backlog so please uh subscribe to us on itunes give us a five-star review there uh spotify as well we're on that wherever you listen to podcasts really uh and if you're listening on audio our youtube channel is back uh links back in the description you can click that and it'll bring you back here to where we are now and you can resubscribe if we have any crossover between like the previous subscribers and what we had now um so yeah please do that uh very much appreciated please. 
uh, I think that's it. I did that completely without notes. Uh, I usually have like a pre-show read. I'm very proud of myself. I'm uh, wow. I actually did not know that, bro. Yeah, I'm vibing, dude. <laughs> I thought that was straight off the top, dude. I'm fu- it, it it is now. That was straight off the top, but uh, he's that, freestyling. No, that was, that was free- seamless, bro. That's why. That's why I thought like I was freestyling was- ad reads. You're you guys, right, I am right. Mr. Mr. Flex guy. God. Man, All right. I'm such a fucking great broadcaster. Both of you, I see the Espinal bro showing out today. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make up. <laughs> Brian's not the only one who got stronger. Um, <laughs> but uh, in any case, let's get on with the show proper. It is time to randomize. Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, oh, I almost forgot that that's on the lineup. How? But a pleasant <laughs> reminder. No, I mean, I read it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Every time you say it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is ju- we cover that. Nice. This is Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 124, The Shibuya Incident Part 42. Um, last we left off, uh, Kugisaki has been really, like, holding her own against uh, Mahito. Uh, apparently, her powers are a direct uh, natural enemy to Mahito's powers, which is pretty fire. Uh, big fan of that. Yeah, electric versus water. We get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She uh, she did her uh, resonance thing, and uh, that whole thing linked over to Mahito's real body that's currently fighting Itadori. And uh, yeah, he's just realizing that. And if you could see his face right now, he's just literally like looking down, like shit. As as mm. Itadori noticed, he's so like, "I got caught." <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> and he's. And Itadori is like not wasting any time. I love it. He just immediately, oh, immediately barrage of punches, just like unrelenting. It's so cool, and uh, it's it's like a really cool moment. Most manga thing is kind of a trope that they just kind of once they realize something, they take like seven minutes to process information. <laughs> Try to... Yeah, they they spell it out for us. And it's yeah, like, dude, I'm not six years old. All right, I'm a grown ass man reading this fucking comic. <laughs> I really just give it. it to me straight. <laughs> I really do appreciate it that Itadori immediately is like kind of put it together in his head, and he's like, "Oh shit, that was Kugisaki's no power." No loopholes. Yeah. Why? In real life, what did you write? I would have just punched him real quick. Nope. Yeah. No. Can't say nothing, nigga. What was you gonna say? Oh, he's on panel. <laughs> he didn't even give you a panel to see the wind up. He just understood that. Like, look, I don't know exactly what happened, but you, you look like. You ready to get rocked? I don't know. Yeah, and he did. <laughs> he, He's like he did it very well. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, unrelenting. He has. Oh man, he even gave him a double. Yeah, he went, cool. I don't even know if that's an actual thing that that that's that's worth going for. You know, with I think it is two arms. <laughs> but it was super cool and a left fist prints, and I liked it. Oh man, he's getting his, his ass beat. Yeah. Um, and this is a cool moment where right. uh, Mahito has this inner monologue where he's like, "I couldn't save every, anyone." I wasted all everyone's efforts, but thank you for not showing me for showing me that I'm not alone. As he's just like got a boyish, innocent smile while he's beating the shit out of this man. It looks like he's doing the Dempsey roll right here. In yeah, that he, panel. Does, he channels Epo himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's just delivering hook after hook after hook. He's not. He's ain't jazz, man. He's he's getting in him, but sadly, it's just not enough. Yeah, I'll tell you this. I can't wait. I can't wait for this to this part to be animated. The I think yeah. the anime just came yeah. out. I think like the first episode just dropped. Um, 
I haven't watched it yet. I would no like. No shit, bro. We, yeah, I want to watch it. I'm going to watch it to see how it translates because, like, this could be one of those situations where this is a better anime even than it is a manga if they do it right. Uh, mm. Like, that's how I feel about Naruto a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's where we went. But uh, anyway, story for another time. I'll explain that later because <laughs> Josh is sick of it. <laughs> He's not contributing to our. I race. told you I wasn't going to enable it, all right, right? All right, let's move on. Uh, okay, so he just continues to blast him with punches. Uh, and meanwhile, back at Kugisaki's fight with the double, uh, Kugisaki's like, this is where the battle really begins. And Mahito just changes his mind. He's just like, I'm running. I'm out of here. And he starts running away. And Kugisaki chases him into the subway where uh, just, uh, I think, like, uh, Itadori just, like, delivers a punch and the real body of Mahito just disperses into little tiny, gross meatballs, uh, and they're all starving. It was cool. It was yeah. cool. He, yeah, very. He's, he's very versatile, man. Like he just, he just pulled. Like yo, he's mad malleable. He's like venom or something. Oh yeah. Oh, he's... All right, what? We'll talk about that later. Okay. They... <laughs> all right. Anybody watch the most recent death battle? By the way. Oh yeah, I did. Oh yeah, Venom versus Krona. I... I saw it coming. <laughs> Once they said it was I'm like, sorry. oh man, I don't want to step. Yeah, over... yeah. I don't want. No, we'll get to it. We'll get, we'll get to, to it. it. I don't we'll want to step to over the box. We're gonna get to it. Gonna okay, to it. so Mahito splits up into little meatball men, and uh, Itadori, not wasting any time, is like, all right, which part, which which of these pieces contains the part of the soul he needs to finish off? He just stomps one out, heartless. Yo, but I like it because like. Um, well, oh, I, I, I guess you guys is about to explain, like, he... <laughs> I just heard that shit. Um, he, he tried to basically, like, he, he, he baited him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, playing it simple, he was like, ooh, oh, I'm glowing, I got, I got the power, he's like, nigga, come on, like, he, I, I was just, no, for a second, like, I don't know, that yeah. was a little too obvious. Yeah, but the I little, ain't never seen him glow before, you know. I think that was like a distraction. Yeah, he did distract him, and then like Mahito's like putting. And he's not the brightest anyway, so I, it makes sense. Yeah, he's putting together his pieces. The meatball men are all assembling into one man now, and uh, Mahito uh, gives chase some more, and that's when he runs into his double in in the tunnel, and they essentially like tag team. They switch off, and uh, Mahito's fight is about to fight the fake body. Kugisaki is stuck with the real one. And uh, Itadori sees what's about to happen. So he's like, Kugisaki, run! And um, Kugisaki just wasn't ready. Like, she didn't... She just, like, couldn't process it in time. And Mahito, now that it's the real body, he is able to use, like, the full extent of his powers against Kugisaki. So he just immediately, like, all you see is just his hand over her face. And... He pimps back, so that's what we're going to say. Yeah, smacks the shit out of her. he smacks the shit out of him, you know. That was he used his little technique. Well, yeah. At least that's what that's what I think is about to happen. Meanwhile, Itadori just splatters uh, copy Mahito's like brains all over the world. Oh man, so cool! And um, now we're just like now um, Mahito's just thinking about it. it's like okay, I couldn't kill the seven three sorcerer with one touch, but how about you? And we don't see the the half of Kugisaki's face that he touched before we go into a flashback to 2009 when Kugisaki was six years old and playing Smash Brothers. Hell yeah. 
guess who just became my motherfucking favorite character in the series? <laughs> Kugisake. Is that how you say her name? Kugisake. Novara Kugisake. Yeah. Who do you think her main <laughs> is? I'm lobbying that we name that the title of this one. Her name? Just her name. We don't, we don't have to. She's we playing Brawl, to too. That, but that's going to be my vote. She is playing Yo. Brawl. She's on yeah, a Wii. You know what? A lot of people like the shit on Brawl, but you know what? That was the funnest one. Mm. Who do you think her Now man? all I do is try hard and sweat. It ain't the same like it used to be. <laughs> Who do you think Anyways. her main is? Huh? Who do you think her main is? Mm, let me see. Let me zoom in. Oh. It doesn't uh, show. Yeah, you're right. Um, She's probably a filthy meta player. A filthy oh, what? Meta Knight? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, Kukisaki gets it in. I think like she's more of a brawler type. I think she's like that's not say Ganondorf or, or, or Captain probably Falcon. Ganondorf. I would say she's yeah. I would say Captain Falcon probably. That's more uh, in line with her personality. Um, Maybe someone with projectiles because she uses the nail and. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> but in any case, that was Jujutsu anyway, Kaisen. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, such a great chapter. Um, yeah, we're about to get a. We're about to. So not only did someone just become my favorite character, I'm about to get a flashback for them. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm I'm so excited. I, Jujutsu Kaisen has been yeah. fucking awesome this entire arc. If you're not reading yeah. it by now, catch up while you can because it's yeah. so great. Yeah, dummy, catch up. Catch up. Come on. Catch up, stupid. Why they're doing flashbacks? Catch up, now. stupid. And it goes by mad fast. All they do is fight and talk a little bit. Yeah, literally. The last 42 cool pages. Cool stuff, cool stuff. Fight, 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 fight. Cool stuff. Talk, talk, talk. Fight, fight, fight. Cool stuff. The last and 42 chapters have been literally, you can just flip through it like Captain Underpants' novel. <laughs> just keep it yeah. going. But, um, yeah. So, it's, it's can great. we talk about what wasn't too awesome? What? Why they have to do my nigga Venom dirty like that? Now, let me tell you this. I ain't hating on Krona. <laughs> I actually fuck with Krona hard body in the manga. So it's not like I'm I'm not super disappointed. This was just another one of those matchups where I was like, come on. <laughs> I can understand them doing this with the more obscure characters. Like, listen, I don't give a fuck. I know a lot of people like Cable, but people just know of Cable from either the video game or, or, or lightly from, you know, whatever shit. Like no, bro. Most of the fan base that like Cable did not read no fucking comics. Mm -hmm. That's how, that's my opinion. So you have a character like that get smoked by Booster Gold. It's like, oh, you know, whatever. But we're talking about Venom. He's second to fucking Spider Man, my nigga. And that's nothing light. And you gonna put him in a match? You know he's gonna get murked. In. Yeah. See, I <laughs> when they talked about them, I was dumb hype because I was like, oh man, they are gonna make this a show. And then I ha I was reminded when they started talking about Shorty or, you know, he, she, whatever, Corona. Corona. And I was just like, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way. Venom's the man, but there's no way. We yeah. were talking about no easy money. But that's not even, come on, it's not the same. Yeah. It, <sighs> no, I think you're right. I think this was just a weird he matchup. Didn't use, he didn't even turn his symbiote into like a sniper to try to shoot or nothing creative like that. He just... Like, they talked about his versatility, but he ain't do nothing super unique. I don't know. Maybe that's not in Venom's nature. I agree. It's just a weird uh, matchup. I mean, uh, they've been doing that a few times lately uh, with, uh, like, Totoro. It was creepy. Kizuka. I, I kind of get it. I get it, it but I'm bit, also, like, because they're both, like, because Ragnarok is kind of symbiote-esque. It's this yeah. thing that kind of takes over uh, their body. I mean, it's it's interesting. I, I thought it was cool, and then the second they said Sonic Screech, and I'm like, oh, yeah. 
They yeah, <laughs> like and, it, and it, it, you know they try to say like, all right, you know he has he's not as weak to it as you know like we we know it. Like it's not like if you just clap a fucking symbol in front of him, it's, you know he can yeah. resist. They talked about that, but come on, this yeah. is a mad. This is a fucking anime swordsman character we're talking about. <laughs> it ain't the same. Not yeah, only does that an edgy. Anime swordsman character. Uh, Those man. are the most powerful. And then he even <laughs> said, like, yo, Carnage and Venom both got smoked. You know, like that. Carnage gave it up, but it was the same kind of. It was the same thing where they just got outminded, and it's like, come on, like I don't want to see Venom get outminded. Like, I want to see him get outsmarted or something. Mm-hmm. That would be a cool matchup where, like, it, that makes sense. You know, because well, he's not mad smart. If they wanted to do like something with Soul Eater, I think like they could have done it with uh, Ashura. Like the Kishin. They could have done Venom versus... Against who? Against, against Ashura. The mummy dude? Know, yeah, the mummy guy. Because he's like super powerful, but he doesn't have, have like... power itself, right? Yeah. That's because what it was. That's... It was the screech. The second I saw that, I was like, there's no way they're going to let him... But they, Venom couldn't no break through either. That, I think that was the point. That I think Venom was just a better... Like probably just a more capable fighter and had... Like had... Not even opportunities in situations they probably thought he would get the kill, they just didn't because of durability. You know, have you done Mr. Fantastic versus Luffy yet? No, oh no, I think I saw like a little mini death battle about it, but he would fantastic, Mr. Fantastic would lose. What do you mean? He's really smart now, he would because of magic. He would, yeah, he would lose because like Mr. Fantastic is very smart, but he's no fighter, like not the way that Luffy is. And his power not a gadget guy either. It's not like he has a yeah. whole arsenal of what that he usually uses or something like that. It's just a it would be a weird ass matchup. Yeah, and it's also like his powers don't work the same as Luffy's, where all Mr. Fantastic would kind of have in his arsenal is like his fists and he feels sure. pain, unlike Luffy. Luffy doesn't feel like blunt pain unless you're using hockey. Thank you, thank you. So he he either like he can't he doesn't feel any punches ever. So he could just, and he's way more durable than Mr. Fantastic is. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a bad matchup. They should put Luffy against somebody, though. I'm very fascinated to see what they do. <laughs> you know who I'd like to see Luffy against? Um, Plastic Man. Yeah, Plastic it's not even because I feel like, oh, Plastic Man. Man would beat him. I just think it's closer than a better concept because he could, he. It would just be cool because you've got a brawler, stretchy guy with somebody who thinks really outside the box mm-hmm. and it can you know, make his body malleable and stuff. It's I like it, that. that I don't know. I, feel like I think it's cool. a better matchup than Mr. Fantastic. Because Mr. Fantastic's not a fighter. Down, no. I think hockey is just something. They need to kind of... It doesn't have to be rubber people. They got to do a death you know? battle where they talk about hockey. I don't... They've not, they haven't scaled it to anything. Because as far as I see it, that's what... It's like a kind of like... Like, if I hit you hard enough for hockey, it doesn't matter who you are, I can hurt you. Like, even if you're fucking... Proteus from X Men or something, or, yeah. or or whoever. That's how I look at it. Like, yeah, hockey is like an armor. Cap it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like an armor. So you know, it's like it's putting... armor and like a and like a suit and like a kind of like a nullifier too. In but sense, only for people you know? of the devil fruit variety. Like it wouldn't necessarily work against other like people from outside of their universe. Like doesn't is that what it is? Yeah. Well, I feel like all right. I feel like hockey would be used in a sense to like hurt someone. All right, let's say if you, for example, if you used to fight someone like Stephen Strange. I feel like, mm, no, would hockey be able to catch spirits? That doesn't really make no. sense. 
No, hockey is not, like, the, not the armament anyway. Hockey is one of those powers that's specifically geared to the world it's in. Like mm, the most it can do mm. to just like people who don't have devil fruit powers is that it is an extra. It just makes your fist extra hard. It's like basically colossus yeah, powers. Power. Yeah. I mean, so, but there are also other aspects. You can see the future, and you can uh, you can like intimidate well, I think people you have to all death. Three with a good devil fruit power in total, you could you know they could scrap for probably you know yeah. the best of them. But anyway, wow, that was our death battle Man. discussion. Yeah, yeah. But with that being said, let us R.I.P. Venom. No damn. R.I.P. Venom. Let us randomize. Oh, oh shit! The X books. Uh, we have three. Oh, okay. We have three okay. whole X-Books this week, all of them Ten of Swords tie-ins, so uh, we're going to go in order, you know? Uh, this will probably be all one video, just explaining the three parts we got, starting with Wolverine, number five, I think this is, um, part three of 22 of, of Ten of Swords. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so glad this is kind of like a long event, because that gives the opportunity for like, there might be individual cool battles here, but cross fingers um anyway last we left off the uh the forces of Arako and krakoa have agreed to a tournament of champions in order to decide the fate of krakoa winner gets krakoa essentially uh and uh the leaders of Arako are the original horsemen Arak the krakoa soldiers are the x-men we all know and love uh one of the two one of the champions has already been has already got her sword and that's magic she's the first champion volunteered into the tournament uh wolverine has also volunteered because he knows where the uh sword the muramasa sword is uh he and apparently i think it's it's, it's strange because uh, well i'll get to it when we see it but uh it's a strange mechanic involved so wolverine leaves krakoa to uh find muramasa the guy who forged his blade way back in japan when he was like living in japan and married uh Feudal Japan. Feudal right? Japan, yes. To be specific. Mm -hmm. So, you know, first thing he does before he leaves, he walks up to uh, Krakoa and he's like, you think you're real slick, don't you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who, you're, it's your whole thing. Is like you wanted the external gate to be opened and you, that means you wanted this war. So, you know, from here on out, I mean, you know, we'll do it, but I'm never going to trust you again, um, which is fair. Quick tidbit. Quick, I, I actually did really like this exchange between Wolverine and just because it was kind of ominous, and I feel like that's not there just to look cool. Oh, I hope yeah. not. Anyway, no, I I bought yeah. it. We're actually time. gonna address that later too. Yeah, um, but I bought it as a real um, moment that he would have. I had a mo I had a thought. Like, I feel like the way they was marching through you know realities and shit. I feel like they would have made it to Earth one way or another, and it's like. <laughs> At least y'all have it under control now. Imagine these niggas popped up somewhere else, like, I don't know, Canada or whatever, <laughs> and just started going ham. Come on. I well, feel like the situation could have been a lot better. It seems, all I'm trying to say is this seems like they was getting to Earth one way or the other. Well, I think they I were know. just going through a gate. Like, they want to crack out specifically first. So they don't really have that big of an interest in the rest of the world yet. No, the implication is that they're going the to take over Krakoa yeah. and then unleash hell on the rest of the Earth. Yeah, because, first things you first, know, Krakoa. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I mean, they got to see the Avengers first, but you know, anyway. Yeah, that's a whole other can of worms. But anyway, he goes off. We get a little bit of an explanation of what the Mar Muramasa sword is. 
Uh, it is like a thing that is in Wolverine's culture. Apparently, this guy makes like crazy strong swords. Uh, Wolverine was essentially a god <laughs> wielding these swords. Uh, so you know, yeah. he uh, he first goes up to the Silver Samurai back on Krakoa. He's like, "You know where Muramasa is?" And so <laughs> Silver Samurai is like tight in a way he's like a little oh better. salty boy again yeah, he's not as like, salty as last time he's like i'm guy. literally a samurai and they didn't ask me to be part of this tournament of swords <laughs> i would feel slighted too but too bad bro you're not that popular like i'm wearing this like armor right in marvel vs. capcom too though he's pretty cool yeah i i don't have to wear this armor i like it they didn't choose me still uh <laughs> So yeah, Wolverine's like, all right, I guess I'll fight it out of you. And he pretty much just easily defeats the Silver Samurai. It's like, mm, that's why you're not in the goddamn tournament. <laughs> yeah, you fucking cornball. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, mind you, it's not a sword fight, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Iraq. Lame samurai is lame. Meanwhile, in Iraq, uh, the two of the four horsemen go over to uh, this prison they seem to have. Uh, I think it's called the Tower of Broken Will, which is pretty... Pretty wild for a prison name. I like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and uh, All right. <laughs> they they visit this guy who just has a pit. He's like thrown in a pit, and he's just sitting there with like cheese, a fucking sitar, I think, uh, some meat. And he's they've been like you've some been flowers, in this... nice candles, few books. And uh, yeah, he basically looks up at them as like, hey, you guys need a favor, and uh, this. Like these, he gets under their skin so easy because they're like, you're in a hole. You should be asking us for the favor. And he's like, I am not stressed. I have cheese and steak. I'm good. I have cheese and ham here. You can't stop me. I'm so happy. Yeah. So apparently his homie's been helping him out on the inside, yo. Like, yeah. He's the well, yeah. And War's we'll got so beef weird. with him specifically because War, uh, this guy, his name is Solemn. He killed. War's husband, who is the summoner's father, so they got beef, and he implications, does, yeah, yeah, and he's like not, he's still not stressed. He doesn't feel bad about it at all. He's just like, eh, it is what it is. I did the thing. You're gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, oh well. <laughs> Oops. Anyways, yeah, you needed something <laughs> for me. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops. And uh, yeah, so basically, like, all right, we need you to participate in this tournament. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, uh, you need a sword to do it. And he's like, cool. I got this cool hell dagger. Can I use that? And, uh, they're like, no, you need a real sword. And this is like the mechanic that's <laughs> kind of strange to me. Do they have to have matching swords in order to, uh, oh, that's no, my there father was two. M- in the Mar- video. Was, yeah, it was called on, uh, on two. Senior Espinosa, what up? <laughs> doing his, his routine check-in. Yeah, I get to meet my dad there. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, he's like, I got a hell sword, and uh, they're like, you can't, you can't, you got to use the Mormasa. Like, do they have to use the same sword, everybody? Like, they have to be matched with the same sword? Oh, you didn't, my bad. Um, I mean, I mean, no, like, there was just, Muramasa was, was said twice on each side. Oh. Which I thought was weird. I thought, I, I actually at first thought that it was like a, Either either they actually made a mistake, or um, that it was supposed to be one in this like a war between one person, and I thought, oh, maybe Wolverine's gonna fight himself or something mm-hmm. edgier, maybe. <laughs> but all right, I 
can't think of anything I did. Anyway, yeah, it's well, just, yeah. That's There's two Muramasa blades. All right, that's interesting, I guess. So they're like, all right, you got to go get a Muramasa blade. And he's like, cool, I'm out. And they, you know, they let him go. Uh, Wolverine arrives at where Muramasa is supposed to be. And uh, there are just ninja all around. He just doesn't see them yet because they're all ninja and stealthy. The hand. Yeah, the hand. Uh, apparently, like, we get these little visions from hell. Uh, like, it's it, it cuts between two different timelines. Uh, at some point, Wolverine's just in hell, and he's a full adamantium skeleton because he fell into the lava. And Muramasa's also in hell for some reason. Simultaneously, we get a little panel where they see that they, like, put him in a pentagram, and they just sent him to hell because they needed him down there. Uh, and uh, that's kind of where the issue, the Wolverine issue, ends. Uh, and the uh, X-Factor issue begins. Which is also Wolverine. Yeah, it's pretty much just a direct continuation. Uh, and uh, Wolverine... Like, X-Force. Is... Oh, did I say X? I said X-Factor? Mm-hmm. My bad. Yeah, It's okay, because that's the one right before Wolverine, so it's kind of like... Yeah, yeah. so uh, X-Force. X-Force, actually. So Wolverine finds Muramasa pentagrammed on the ground. And uh, he turns around, and the hand are just all around him. They're just, <laughs> I don't know. They're just like, ah, we're here to fuck you up, Wolverine. Uh, By sheer number, because we know we're not about that life one on one. Yeah, not just some guy from the hand is gonna take down Wolverine. Iron and the Iron, but perhaps one. several hundred of us. Yeah, they're just like the general ninja clan of this. Like they're like the League of Assassins of this universe, I guess. Um, Fun fact: They're yeah, also a direct basically. parody of what of the foot from the Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. A parody? Uh, yeah, Teenage TMNT was initially a parody of just like superhero comics when it was like very first created at the time. Oh, so the it was making okay, fun of like so edgelord shit, like kinda. So they had like the turtles were I more edgelordy. Uh, foot Clan. Yeah, they had the Foot Clan, which is a parody of the Hand. Oh, the Foot that yo what. Boom. Boom. It was still like taking itself serious. It had like a story, but it was like basically a play on that. Um, yeah. Which is sounds like One Punch Man, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Almost. Um, yeah. So yeah, Wolverine's like fighting them off, but they're all like weird ninja zombies. And uh, Logan's just like Jesus Christ, man! Uh, God damn it! On. Can't nothing be easy. And uh, somehow, like, they enter a portal that leads directly to hell in which he lands in the said lava. That somehow, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just kind of there. I just kind—I was kind of confused. Point. Was the portal open? I'm trying to find, like, a page that was, like... Yeah, in the room. I mean, in the room, it looks like there's one behind him. All right, maybe they... All right. I guess they just opened it, maybe. I think, yeah, maybe Maybe when he seen him in the room, the, the portal was open there as well. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So they could go in and out of, I guess, sort of the... The, the hand almost called the foot. Um, yeah. Could, you know, go defend them or if anyone. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. So Wolverine I, just I'm not like. I'm concerned about it that much. Wolverine just stumbles into lava and he climbs his way out in this ultra edge lord fucking adamantium skeleton. <laughs> Metal! Yeah, I mean, yeah. Usually I like, I, I'll be real quick to violate, but I, see, I, see, I thought it was really cool. <laughs> I thought it was super cool too. I'm being while. goofy, but like he looks up at this the ghost of a sword maker in his adamantium, 
Logan. And these he's, weird he, health He's asking Logan to save me, and Logan's reaching out like, nigga, I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm a full ass skeleton right now, bro. <laughs> G- give me a minute. G- give me a minute. You can see it in his face when he looks at him. <laughs> the dude's grabbing his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Muramasa looks at him like, oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, man. Take a minute. <laughs> Send him back. Send him back. <laughs> Ugh, kill it with fire. all this shit about why he's there. And it's like, nigga, you got sent there, bro. Don't, don't try to act like, oh, this is the most optimal place for me to make my weapon. No, no, no. You got said, dragged out of hell, bro. No, yeah, no. It's a combination of both where he's like, yeah, no, they uh, they dragged me out because I'm the goat of sword, sword making. Uh, and, you know, what better place to make swords than hell because, you know, it's got the hottest blast furnace, you know. Logistically, it really works out for blacksmithship. Uh, so here you go. I got a cool sword now. Check it. Uh, they hired me, but forcibly. I've been dragged into hell. Um, so, yeah, Wolverine is a skeleton, so they just carry his ass to hell prison because for whatever reason, hell has jails. Hell has jail cells yeah. for no reason. I thought it was already jail. Yeah, I mean... And I'm just trying to remember which hell this is. I know it's not the Thor hell. No. Is it the Ghost Rider Mephesto hell? <laughs> is it the Christian Judeo hell? Because that's what it would be. Oh, are they in Christian Judeo? Oh my god, if Mephisto like... just... If Mephisto was like, I know Wolverine was in my hell lately. I was like, oh my god. Uh, we can't get away from Mephisto. That is not a crossover I want to see. That's not the type of universe world building I like. <laughs> yeah. No. But in any case, Wolverine is regenerating yeah. in this cell, and then he looks over, and Solemn is there also. He's <laughs> just there. It's like, oh, hello. He's just like charming villain. Well, hello there, Wolverine. Sup, bro? You're here too? And uh, he's like, I guess I should tell you how I got here. And he basically explains he found this lady in Arako who was banished. Uh, she has an eye on her tongue. Real gross. Uh, yeah. And he's like, I need you to take me to hell. And she's like, there's a cost to do that. And he's like, well, I killed your sister and brought her head to you because she's the one who uh, caused you to be banished. Is that cool? And, and man, she was like, yeah. <laughs> she was cheesing <laughs> so hard. She was like, what? <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like you. Well, I thought that was some type of threatening shit. Yeah. Uh, but then I read it again and I was like, oh, nah. Like, he, <laughs> yeah, she he saw came through good money for her, yo. She saw <laughs> that and she was like, oh, shit. Nice, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's oh, all my God, dude. Shit. That is so. You literally, like you've overpaid. I don't even have change. What is change for you? <laughs> no. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, you know, she cheeses with her tongue eye. She's like, eh. And uh, she's like, well, you got the answer in your pocket right there. You can use the hell, hell dagger thingy, the hell blade as a key, like a like a hell key blade, and just open the door to hell whenever you want. And he's like, oh. Boy, Silas said, bitch, what I look like all for myself. I ain't even about it. I ain't, shit, I ain't doing that for nobody. Fuck out of here. She's like, no, dummy. It's like a key. You stab it into a rock or whatever, and it will go to hell. Yeah, and he does. He stabs, Very convenient. He stabs rock. He goes to hell. And uh, he never did that once in the cell. Like, put the sword down. I guess a certain. I guess you have to do it with intent to go to hell. Yeah, that's. We'll say. Well, that. he's never wanted to go to hell, so I guess like, he had no reason Ooh. to be like, 
I wonder what this does if I stick it into a wall, you know? Um, but uh, in any case, she also tells, like, basically uh, prophesizes that a, a mutant will be down there to help him. And then, like, cut to, he's, be- he's in the prison cell. Did he, like, use the hellhole to get directly into the prison cell? I'm confused as to that. Like, he didn't mention getting captured or anything. It's very strange. I think he just kind of allowed himself to be. I don't know. Yeah, that's right. I want to. I want to. I want to believe that she kind of told him, like, "Yeah, he's gonna be in a cell." And yeah, yeah. You, you know. just get yourself caught up. I know he. Had yeah, to, I'm not like. Oh, he's smart. I'm not losing my mind. Show him. I actually Sarter. do like this character. Yeah, me too. I'm not gonna hold him. So okay. he's like, "So take me to my sword, little man." And Wolverine's like, "Man, fuck you." So he tries <laughs> to break through the bars. He, yeah, he goes. <laughs> <laughs> all that shit talking just got him back to life um and he just like tries to take a swipe at the bar with his claws and she's and uh solemn's like nope you can't do that hell bars you know you can't can't just cut through hell bars. With hellfire. Yeah. and then wolverine's like okay i could just kill you right now fuck the tournament and then he tries to slash him but it doesn't work because his entire body is made out of adamantium apparently uh so he's like, we got to work together now. We have no choice. And uh, Wolverine's like, all right. So, you know, they Solemn has the keys because, of course, and then they just get out of the cage and they walk over. Um, they find He's a smooth guy, of course. Yeah. He walks over to, they walk back to Muramasa's forge, the Hell Forge, and he's not yeah. there anymore. So I guess like, oh, I guess he went to that weird marriage, that weird wedding, whatever he was doing in the uh, it turns out Muramasa, the swords he was making were for this uh, couple in hell that were going to get married, which is seems like very not on brand for hell. <laughs> it's like, who gets married? In <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm not here to judge, I guess. Uh, he does this whole thing. He's like, I got your swords. Here you go. I made them with my soul. And they're like, not yet, bitch. And then they stab him, both of them, to get some of his soul into the sword as well. I'm like, Damn. Ooh, you know. yeah. I guess that's it for him, right? Yep. Uh, that's when. So um, they mentioned how to. <laughs> oh, hold go, on. They they, they kind of mentioned part of why Muramasa is down there, right? Is that they felt slighted because, you know, his swords could literally snatch souls from people. Yeah. So he so the beast was like, man, you you holding them souls in your swords and shit, and we supposed to have those those. Ow. <laughs> Ours. So they did what they did and brought him down there and enslaved him and then turned his candy ass into a sword blade too. Yeah, I think he's Soul gone. Sword like he's blade. in both of these swords. Like half of his soul's in one and half is in the other. Uh, that's when Solemn comes yeah. through and is like, check out my hell blade. And he just like, just tosses it into one of these dude's throats. And like, shit, that's, <laughs> I, we just got married. Damn. Uh, you know, the other one got tight and he was like, man, you killed my husband, dude. And tries to, you know, fight him. Uh, she she manages to wound Solemn because, as Wolverine immediately says, when he just, like, jumps this lady from behind and takes her down that way, he's like, these blades can cut through adamantium. So, you know, I didn't feel like warning you about that because fuck you, Solemn. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, they basically beat everyone up. It was pretty easy. They do. Him. They just win. I mean, it's Wolverine, first of all, and I and guess Solemn. Solemn's Solemn pretty, pretty hardcore, too, right? So, 
So For Solomon's sure. got both swords now, and uh, Wolverine's like, give me one. And uh, Solomon's like, I'll give you one for a price. And Wolverine's like, shit, what do you want for it? And then we cut back to uh, Krakoa. Wolverine returns to Krakoa with the sword. So it he, he also mentions that he did go through whatever wager he needed to go through uh, to to get the sword. So we'll find out what that entails later i guess but uh that's the end of uh, x-force uh and that's the end of wolverine's arc so far in this story um i thought it was really cool uh i did enjoy it quite a bit uh i like the little history about the sword about muramasa and uh i guess just even a little bit of stuff about uh, uh logan and um feudal japan i I don't love that part of his story, but I, it is kind of shrouded in mystery for me. So whenever they do talk about it in the scheme of like, you know, important stuff that's going on with what I'm already reading, mm-hmm. it's cool. Yeah, I'm sure I there's a run a like that happened in a run of his because, I mean, we're we're not like super well versed in like Wolverine's. We haven't read everything about Wolverine. Uh, oh hell no and then you know this is a character that goes way 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 back yeah and there are runs that explore like his years before he met the x-men so uh that's definitely part of it i um you know that oh go ahead no i mean what were you gonna go for whatever (laughs) yeah no that that that's a good leeway into a question that i had um actually so as I mentioned before, there's a YouTube, uh, there's a couple, there's a handful of YouTube channels um, that I listen to, and one of them specifically, uh, Comic Book Herald is his name, right? Mm-hmm. He was talking about the Wolverine books. However, in the comment section, somebody was basically riffing about um, how the portrayal of, this, of Wolverine in like uh, I forget the name of the guy who's doing these comics. Uh, do you um, remember his name? Benjamin Percy is the right current. Percy, writer. right? Yeah. So Percy and I guess also Hickman, right? A, a little bit. Um, like how, how they're portraying Wolverine now, as opposed to a lot of the development he had during Jason Aaron's run. And specifically, I I, I want to assume he's talking about when he became a teacher, or I guess, you know, that series leading up to that. What was the name of that series again? Wolverine and the X-Men. Wolverine and the, yeah, and the X Men. So I really wanted to hear your thoughts on it because I, I, I feel like this is kind of the case with a lot of the X Men characters where they kind of feel like they're reset back to these kind of, mm-hmm. you know, that retro whoever they was, you know, just for the sake of drawing fans and for or whatever reason. But yeah, I, yeah, I want to hear your thoughts. How do you feel about? Well, I agree. I agree with that comment. Wolverine. I mean, we we touched on it a little bit uh, when last time we talked about Wolverine. We would like talk about. You know how like edgy he is again. You know and um, yeah, yeah. And it's not like Wolverine's like edgy. How cliche it was. It's not that his it's cliche edgy. His, his edge hasn't left him. He's still kind of like this hardened guy, uh. But he's a little softer now. Like he's different. Like he's he's not as much of a hardcore like I don't trust nobody type of character that they've made him out to be so far in Krakoa. Uh, mm. And it's it's a problem with like superhero comics as a whole especially like nowadays because like every now and then there's like a whole new initiative to like draw people in there's a whole new like mini reset button that every like both marvel and dc do where they're like well we had to i said it with daredevil like last time 
Yeah, yeah. I, I um, actually do remember that, that that was actually really unfortunate because they literally, quite literally threw a bunch of development down the drain. Yeah, they did it with... And hopefully, yeah. They did it with Spider-Man 2, you know, with One More Day. and the, it's It's a shame that, like... And it's kind of like, it's a hard situation because if you do that, you kind of give away the ability to like get people in, like who are new, like attract new readers. There there are ways to do it, but I guess like they're taking the easy way out every time by like Wolverine's back to the Wolverine you kind of know from the movies where he is this gritty guy who doesn't trust nobody. And, you know, um, Wolverine's come a long way. All these characters have, uh, I, I really, I mean, specifically with Wolverine, I, even because I've read the series, you know, a little bit here and there, and I remember him really standing out as a character. You know, I never really cared that much about Wolverine. I wasn't one of those kids, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, Wolverine, you know. Yeah. But um, I just, I just liked how they would, ta- how, how, how Jason Aaron tackled it because he, he wasn't even being soft. You know, it was just that he had to think a little bit harder about the actions he was making, which is. Just one hundred percent relatable in life, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you you have someone that's perceived a certain way, and he 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 bucked all of that and had to work hard to gain trust with, with the students, and that changes you as a person. And and you know, I again, I didn't, I wasn't as attached to it as you, but I can you know I I can still relate, I guess, in a way. Like it, it it's it's just sad. Yeah, and you want it's not it's not enough to know like okay maybe that's still there, but just not seeing it. No, I want to see it. Yeah, in a Wolverine comic, I don't want to just see all that. It's whatever. I mean, at the I end agree. of the day, Wolverine's only been going on what five or six issues aside from the event. So, yeah. I guess this time. Yeah, I mean, Wolverine, the X Men, Jason Aaron's run on that is one of my favorite comics. I highly recommend people pick it up. There are a few runs that are just like these are awesome, and I will always like. I I usually have them on my bookshelf. I don't have bookshelves installed yet. Like I only have this one here, but I do have like most of the Wolverine, if not all of it, in uh, in my bookshelf, and it's very important to me. I do like it. I do recommend it. It, it is just, like, kind of par for the course. I try, to, I try not to get annoyed by it anymore. It is just kind of an annoying thing that happens where character development, you can't really, you take it with a grain of salt because the next writer will want to do something different or the company will have, like, editorial mandates that will be like, all right, we're doing, like, a soft reboot or we're doing, like, we're, we're setting certain parts of the universe so all that stuff goes down the drain but uh i i try to enjoy them as these self-contained stories for what they are it, it's yeah me too I, i've to started dealt. to try to appreciate them more for what they are and, and just realize that it's just a fictional story and if i want to enjoy it yeah, in its containment back. for yeah um but with that another being, good another oh. good reference by the way i think is that uh scott snyder's uh end game with joker yeah because we kind of see that happening again here. Well, I guess we'll talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. But just because in the theme of, of just, you know, that, uh, like that, that development, mm-hmm. um, there was a lot of finality between Batman and the Joker. And yeah. it's not like this whole three Jokers thing seems to have any effect on what this, this was singular Joker, what he's doing in the Batman comics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So for all intents and purposes, they might, Scott Snyder's and this guy might as well be the same. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So it. I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's kind of just one of those things you have to shrug and be like, it is what it is. Uh, continuity in general, if you try to take too much umbrage with it, you're never going to win because they're probably like way generations way back, or like that the same thing happened to us. You know. 
So like our favorite parts, uh, our favorite continuity or era of continuity is probably someone's least favorite because of the same reason. Um, but who knows? I mean, I agree, but it just stinks. There's not much we can do about it. Um, I try. I just try to enjoy the stories as they st- as they uh, as they land. And this issue in particular was pretty good. I I do I have been I have enjoyed like Wolverine's little arc here. Uh, yeah, for all of that said, I mean it's, it's really enticing. And I, I mean Solomon's a really cool character for sure. And he's supposed to be like a an arch nemesis to Wolverine. So you know, I'm sure whatever deal they made, you know, it's gonna have something to do with after the X of Swords and probably even not core to 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 Jonathan Hickman's like X-Men as far as what's going to happen in the future but probably just you know a guy that's going to be around for a while that's you know going to be with Wolverine which is cool cuz you know I think Sabretooth is kind of lame <laughs> yeah maybe I'm just a bad I mean I think that's I just like kind of kinda... I think that beef is just kind of over at this point like there's certain arch right? like, arch what nemesis the fuck else is there to fight about well, they're not fighting anymore, right. even like because there's no mutant infighting allowed, really, uh, on the technical. Well, system. he's also in prison, so yeah, he's also in nowhere prison in the center of Krakoa, so who knows? Yikes! Yeah, but uh, anyway, we uh, let's uh, let's move on with Marauders, uh, number thirteen. I think this is yeah. Uh, this is Marauders thirteen, aka uh, Storm number one. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna X we're, of Storm number one. <laughs> X of Storm, because uh, Wolverine already had a book out. Storm does it so. Yeah. Uh. So now we're gonna focus on Storm. Storm is another one of the champions who have volunteered to uh to take up the tournament, and uh, she's gonna go find her own sword, which turns out to be uh, a Wakandan sword. It's made not by, really volunteer. They're kind of like chosen. Yeah, they're prophesized. The I guess they also... Like, I mean, I guess it's still loose, like it's up to interpretation, but I mean, the swords, I, I feel like this only the, like you have to have the right sword. Yeah, there's and, a prophecy. You know, only where, one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a prophecy. Yeah, yeah. Jo- I think Josh is closer to the truth where it's like there's a prophecy involved. Uh, it doesn't matter who wields the sword. It just has to be these specific swords. It just so happens that yeah. these swords are linked to specific members of Krakoa. Uh, mm-hmm. Storm Sword uh, is an ancient Wakandan sword, like made by I guess like the first Black Panther ever. Um, yeah, the first king, which is really dope. I mean, we got a lot of history about Wakanda itself, and mm-hmm. I kind of was expecting that, but it's it was still cool to see. Yeah, uh, Wakandans, ever the innovative and uh, and scientifically driven people that they were, back even in the Stone Age, uh, the first king just forged a sword that also worked as a conductor for uh, for like lightning. So that hey, con- there's. Oh, sorry to cut you off, but before there's a little bit of dialogue between Kate Pride and Storm. Yes. And they're kind of showing like a little history of her. But there's this one panel that I'm really interested in where she's standing over somebody with an eye patch. It's the You know what that's about? It's the uh you know the white like the the original Marauders, that lady with the eye patch on uh on Emma's Oh team? yeah. That was her. Oh, they were part of the original. Oh, because they were like a bad guy team. Right? Yeah, they were a bad guy team before. Um, but uh, in any case. Okay, my bad. Yeah, no, you're fine. Uh, so conductor sword essentially, and you know they used it to you know fight many wars. And when things started to get a little more peaceful, uh, the edge actually the edge of the sword actually proved more useful for things more than violence. Uh, 
it was kind of like uh, they used the they studied the metal that the first king used to make it, and uh, it turns out that it, it is vibranium, of course, uh, and that's mm-hmm. how like that's how basically how they discovered vibranium as an element is uh, they finally like took a look at it and the sword. Yeah, yeah, once they were more advanced, uh, and generations down the road, they studied it and they learned that you can harness this this metal and created basically a city out of it. And that's essentially how Wakanda was born. Um, so storm goes to Wakanda where uh black Panther's not there. Uh, T'Challa's not there currently, but uh, his mom and Shuri are there currently in his stead. Uh, Aurora goes over and is like, basically like, look, uh, we're in trouble here. Uh, there are the original four horsemen of the apocalypse. They've come to fuck us up. And we have to go through this tournament in order to survive, essentially. And it's not just... She gives it to them straight. I mean, no and, reason why she shouldn't, but... Yeah, and it's not just for us. If they get Krakoa, they destroy everything. So, you know, I, I what I'm asking you yeah. is not, like, easy. And I wouldn't ask under unless it was, like, apocalyptic fucking uh, circumstances that forced me to it. But I need yeah. the Skybreaker. And they're like, man, I don't know if we could do that. <laughs> because... Because the Skybreaker is like essentially like the most important heirloom in all of Wakanda. So, and and apparently there's already some beef going on because you know they 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 don't really care, care for T'Challa that much. I guess because he's an Avenger and he don't be in the country that much. Yeah, they, I mean you know it's, I mean, you tell me it's just like I guess a general insurgency that you can probably see in most countries is just um you know there there are people who are against like a monarch essentially so they're or any monarch yeah, or whatever yeah. so they're they can use that as an excuse like they're handing over of a sacred uh artifact of their culture over to just some outsider just on a whim they can use that against them in some way or another to i guess sway the people against T'Challa so storm is like kind of like oh shit well whatever and then she goes to her room her and shuri has this little dinner scene like Shuri joins her for dinner and they start kind of debating about the sword and you know whether they she should have it and Shuri's like look I want to give you the sword and I trust you with it it's just that I have a duty to my people while T'Challa's not here and I can't make any rash decisions I'm not in charge so it's yeah she says to wait for T'Challa right yeah and Storm's I mean there's basically three very well drawn pages of them going back and forth saying you gotta wait for T'Challa. So I was like, oh, I can't wait because then we're all gonna be dead. I don't know. Yeah, when essentially he's getting back. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's like I don't know when T'Challa's gonna be here from whatever the fuck he's doing. And if we don't get the sword, we'd rather have the sword sooner rather than later because we have it for what, like, three days to gather all these champions. If he's gone yeah, for more we... than that, then we're fucked. Yeah. Uh, so we need this sword, and. uh you know they are they basically come at a stalemate and an impasse and you know they decide to like leave it for tomorrow Shuri leaves storm and but storm's got plans of her own she just like unpacks and she's got her stealth suit on i guess and she just like puts that shit on and we get uh little flashbacks of when uh Aurora and uh T'Challa were married and he would just show her around the temple of the heart of Wakanda where I really wish I was reading comics around this time it looks really this looks really cool. Like this is a piece, I don't think piece this of was... comic book history I wish I could read. Well, I'm not sure if you know, I'm not sure if this is actually like if you know if this actually well, happened no, in like a Black Panther. Apparently book, but... their their relationship oh, really? was fleshed out in um not in Avengers vs. X Men, but in 
Yeah, I think no, they yeah, they had her Avengers versus X Men, and then they fell apart during the uh, the Phoenix Five situation when yeah, the, they do. you know when Namor destroyed Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, they essentially broke up there. But I'm saying like this moment. I don't know if like it's an actual moment from like when they were together together because this is before this is a flashback before uh, Avengers versus X Men. So I guess they flash back to that time when they were still together and you know they were ruling alongside each other in Wakanda. And basically, she knows her way around the place because of, of at some point T'Challa taught her like all the security measures to a point where Storm's wondering is like, did he know that I might have to come in here at some point and just take the sword? Uh, did he tell me in advance? Mm. Just cause, cause this is pretty easy. Um, and right as she's like, you know, she got to the fucking pedestal where the sword is. That's when Shuri comes in and is like, damn it, I hope that you wouldn't <laughs> do this. Uh, and Storm's like. Man, I don't want to fight you right now. I got to take this sword. So they fight for a while. Uh, Storm eventually, like, stuns her with lightning to the blade, which is pretty cool. And um, she switches the swords out. She runs away. She tries to get out. And uh, there are these little, like, panther bots <laughs> that get activated. As <laughs> measure. I thought they reminded me of, like, the Batman robot thing. Yeah, they did, don't they? Yeah. I guess they have, like, similar-esque uh designs yeah, it looks like a cow yeah so she just cuts her way through and by the time she gets out t'challa is just back and she's like well you could have waited for me and she's like i didn't know that you would just be here so yeah i didn't know you getting here that quick all right they said you was out there and they didn't know how long you're gonna be there that sounded like mad long. <laughs> yeah pretty <laughs> sounded much. like a week and a half or something bro i'm not gonna lie to you like, you got all this super vibranium technology. You don't got no type of phone you can hit a nigga up or we don't got no way to contact you. I'm not going to lie. That was a point brought up by the by Comic Book Herald. <laughs> and um, I'm not going to lie. I, that slipped my mind while I was reading this. I, I thought so, too. I didn't think of that. I'm just going with the flow of the story. Huh? Yeah, I, I feel the exact same way. We're like, oh, yeah. Why doesn't he have right? a phone? Like, what the fuck? Like, I guess this is conflict that was created by kind of just idiocy and... I'm not gonna lie. I would usually say that's bad writing, or at least not good writing. It's like it's but like hey, a, I can't really a boomer problem, like a boomer issue. <laughs> well, I don't think these the people who are writing this are boomers. So I feel Eric, like we don't have a payphone. <laughs> I feel like uh, it's, or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you overlook shit in a story. I'm not gonna like be like. Ah, you know, I was like, I forgot about it too. I didn't think about it. Until Perhaps he's near a uh, faxing machine. It's one of those. I don't things. know if it diminishes the value of the story, but I'll tell you this: the art was really good. Yeah, and um, this scene was still really good. I mean, I think it. Whatever, I'm I'm willing to forgive it for the fact of the the, the emotional impact and the seeds it plants too. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you got to look at the force for the trees in a way where you're like, that's. Although that's a very valid yeah. point. It's a very valid point. It's also like kind of a nitpick. It's something that you could be like, whatever. <laughs> it's it's fine. Maybe he had it and he lost it in space. Maybe that was part of it. Right? Imagine somebody's, oh, dickhead, if you actually read Black Panther. <laughs> you would know. That transponder snail actually got caught up in a black hole. <laughs> Yeah, there's someone out there who's reading like the current Black Panther run. He's like, idiot! He lost his fucking Dude, Samsung Galaxy S10 in space! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
You fucking, you fucking dweeb. Nah, I'm not even a real fan. You're not even a real fan. You're not even real. Unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Dislike. Anyway, so nah, they have a. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I'm not gonna thoughts. lose my mind. So basically, they they come together. Uh, Black Panther's like, man, I wish you just told me. I would have done it for you, babe. Yeah, you're doing a lot. I love you so much. I miss you. And Storm's like, this and isn't yeah, about you. In the comics, they have been rekindling their their their, their relationship. So I saw that. Uh, I didn't. I have like most of the current Black Panther run because it was free. It's been. It was like free for a month or two. So I got like wow. all of them. Uh, and I saw like in the little preview pages that Storm is a part of it. Uh, you know. Mm. And uh, this, I guess, like dashed the rocks of that. <laughs> ever reconciled well in a way because black panther's still like black Black panther's like boyfriend angry where he's like she's got to apologize if she wants to (laughs) yeah that's a great yeah that's a great uh way to put it boyfriend angry he's just like he's mad but he's got a whole lot (laughs) 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 so i love her but she's got to say sorry i'm not gonna forgive her (laughs) but i would low-key forgive her I would low key never talk about it again if she just showed up at my door. <laughs> low key never talking about it again. I would never mention it if she just like showed up, you know. In, in all seriousness, um, the T'Challa makes a kind of. I want to know. He made a logical, if not rash, decision to uh, destroy the Krakoan Gate because. Instead of just declaring them outright enemies, he says that they're going to come here. They're not going to be thieves. And it's like, come on. It's just... Storm took the fucking sword. But I get it. It's for the people. Because the people are not trying to hear that. They're like, I don't give a fuck about crack. Oh, nigga. Not vibranium. <laughs> not vibranium in my blood. Nigga. Vibranium. Nah, but... Um, I, I, remember, guys. Uh, well, not guys. Chris. Remember, Chris. Yes. That, um... Yeah, I'm, I'm pointing to you. On the phone, but yeah. Yeah, I no. bet in the video I'm gonna I be like that. But anyway, um, <laughs> there was a list when they remember I brought this up before, but they was talking about the countries, and they had Wakanda in red. All it said was they did not need the flowers or they didn't want the flowers, yeah. right? But yeah. I don't know, man. You don't just mark one thing in red out of everything, right? Come For on. sure. I think there's implications. Yeah. Uh, the story ends with Storm returning to Krakoa. She's got her sword, and she stands in a circle with magic and Wolverine. And Wolverine is like, I never doubted you for a second, darling. And uh, it's so cool. It's like a little cool Warriors moment where the the three, the two of them are just sitting, chilling, waiting for this tournament to start, waiting to fucking get it on. And Storm just shows up like, what up? I'm here too. And Wolverine is like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, hell yeah the sword looks dope as hell when she charges it up with electricity yeah it's got electricity because it's a conductor essentially so it's mm-hmm. perfect for her powers it's a super conductor it basically exponentially raises the power of her electricity and who knows what else right oh man it, it um, does crazy thing to, to flash i read something about it i'm not gonna go into it but it cuts you real bad yeah uh probably not as bad as the muramasa right but yeah you know, it's, it's i pretty devastated nonetheless I am so excited for Ten of Swords. It's been like so great, so fun. It's like this building. I I'm so loving that every character is getting their little moment to have this development for them, where they everybody has their little quest for the swords, and we're getting to see yeah, why these swords it's are very important. nicely done. 
I like it. And yeah, I like uh, that they've afforded yeah. themselves the time in this event where it's 22 parts where they could really take their time. It's like a good manga arc where they can just chill for a minute and they can just tell the yeah. story. I'm so excited. Unlike, Unlike... <laughs> eat my ass. <laughs> uh, but anyway, ah, man, Ten of Swords. Oh, thank you. Pick it up while you can. Um, that's all I got to say about it. It's so great. Honestly, all three of these certified retail. <laughs> oh, fuck. absolutely. What? I, I forgot. X Men for life, nigga. What? We still naming this chapter. God damn it. I forgot my favorite character's name. Damn, Kugisaki, man. Kugisaki. Yes, thank you. We're still naming it that. But anyway. <laughs> that was uh that was the Xbox. It is time. Turn on the bitch. My Hero Academia. Oh, speaking of This is My Hero Academia chapter 286 The Ones Within Us. Um last we left Bakugo off Go just took a big stabby stabby pretty much. Uh and uh basically he's just like <laughs> he's hurt. <laughs> Deku's like bad blood on Midoriya. Ew. Deku's like nani, <laughs> and uh, all for one, I guess it is. He's just looking at him like, oh wait, before that, Bakugo has a whole wherewithal to be like, stop trying to win this on your own, and uh, that's when all for one's like, cut it out, and he just starts falling, but Todoroki catches him with that uh, with that cool save, uh. And all for one is still like so much blood spilled for no good reason. That last bit being the most pointless of all, cause I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah, there's like one piece so levels of asshole villains, you know. <laughs> is all for one a celestial dragon or something? He's gotta be like <laughs> No, I I really thought he was at, like really trying to say something wise. And then I remembered, oh no, nah, he's just talking about like, yeah, like come on. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm this anyway. Why did I have to try? That's really what it was. Pretty much. Uh, and you as Midoriya gets so mad. <laughs> yeah, you, he cuts, like, he tries to do the little stabby stabby thing, and Midoriya just, like, is stuck thinking about all of the people who have just taken L's up to this point. And uh, his, all for, his uh, one for all powers just start to, like, manifest his entire body. His eyes are just, like, one, like, huge. Uh, his forehead's disappeared. His face is all eye, <laughs> and he. Just... Yeah, it almost looks like Fugakame. Yeah, is that Fu- his name. Uh, like when no, he goes uh, into shadow mode a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Fumikage. Yeah, he. And I he's... want. I want to think that that's that's the Black Whip at it. Like it's po- like a powered yeah. up version of the Black Whip. I think that's what. I don't think that's just like the you know a new version of the aura because he's already going one hundred percent, right? If I remember. I I R C. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, think you're so. you're hitting on that. It's like which is the black which whip. is cool. Yeah, for sure. Because you know what, he's been working on black whip. Yep. Uh, so he just like bites through one of the stabby things. Bit. He like punches straight through one of the stabby things. Uh, he rips one in half, has one in his teeth. It's crazy how angry he is. Um, and Shigaraki oh, even crazier. Shigaraki is just like watching this, but his face opens up, and you see all for one underneath. And uh, man. That was cool. It's a great page, like artistically. Um, uh, meanwhile, back at Syro City, the Osaka Prefecture, 
uh, Gigantomachi is just out here fucking shit up, and then he realizes, like, Master Scent, I smell too? Uh, I, I guess it's because, like, his uh, All for One's brother and him would have the same scent, so he's he can smell both of them right now. Yeah, that's why I'm no, that's why I'm confused about too because it's like that happens right after that whole panel with with One for All coming out. So I'm thinking oh, it's either right. he smells both of them in Shigaraki or he smells or Deku. You're and abs- you're actually right. I didn't one or the other. That. Yeah. I- I, that's what I'm confused I, I, about. That that panel got me a little confused. I, I think the panel was more metaphorical. Like, it was an image he was seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not like an actual, he's under his skin. Like, that's really weird. For sure. Yeah. Um, but I think what Brian's trying I mean, to say is that he can smell both Shigaraki and All for One. Like, because All, All for One is, like, kind of taking over Shigaraki's body in a sense. So, by his power... Yeah. Just intrinsically being inside Shigaraki, he can like. Oh, okay. Too. Another sense. Or, or they could be saying that, um, one for all is a part of all for one. It is. Yeah, it's like, either like they're, they're saying that it's the same yeah. power. Maybe it might be the same That's power. It, whatever. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean either like, or. He smells two sets. It's one of the two. It's either right. he smells both yeah, all for one two. and Shigaraki, or he smells both. Midoriya and All for One because they have the same scent because they come from the same people essentially. Um, so yeah, as this is happening, but not really soon because this guy doesn't take his time. You know? Yeah. Meanwhile, he's just still fucking shit up. All the heroes in the city are like mobilizing at this point. <laughs> Uraraka has a moment where he's like, "Wow, everything fucking stinks, bro." <laughs> <laughs> shit has gotten really, really bad. Ever since that <laughs> first attack, shit has just gone down hill man and i'm like she's not wrong honestly it's has gotten significantly worse ever since shikaraki just attacked him that first time um but uh in any case as uh shikaraki as midoriya gets closer shikaraki actually finally gets his like busted up hand on midoriya and actually Uh. starts to absorb the all for uh the one for all powers from him if you could see it uh and that's as he's absorbing this power, we get teleported into that dreamscape place where uh, Midoriya stands whenever he gets in contact with one of the previous uh, one for all users. And he's he, there's more of his body like he usually appears in this world as like mostly clouded up and his body parts are missing and shrouded in darkness. A little bit more seems to be uh, revealed here. Like he I don't remember exactly how much of his body is was around last time he was here, but he seems to have a little bit of his legs, and I think both of his arms are here, which weren't here before. But I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Maybe I'll mm. like throw it on here. Um, but in any case, he's there, and in the distance, he sees Shigaraki just like on his knees, just like, and all for one, just like sprouting out of him, just like, don't be like that, Tamura. <laughs> he's like, I had to come and save you. you know? Come on, come on. <laughs> Come on, give me your body. Let me body. get a piece of the action. Come on, man. You know, you know I really want to. I've been stuck in a cell for <laughs> years. My face is gone. I don't have a face. You see my suit? It's so clean. <laughs> I have such a clean suit. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. <laughs> you don't indulge wanna, you this don't clean suit. Show them and, and take this power real quick. <laughs> this is uh, this is Armani, dude. You're not gonna indulge Armani. Come on. 
Um, and Shigaraki's like fighting back. He's like, just shut up. Like I said, it's I'm running the show now. This is my dream. Midoriya doesn't even know what to do at this point. He's like, fuck. He tries to step forward, but he falls. And uh, a hand appears from off panel onto his head and says, you can't move in this world yet. And then chapter ends, two-page spread, Midoriya on the floor, and standing above him is Nanashimura uh, saying, so let us handle this. Shigaraki's grandmother. Shorty, your grandson is wildin'. You need to do something about that fast. Um, Yeah, uh, this is wild. I didn't expect it to go down this route. Continuing surprises happening in uh, My Hero Academia, of course, Uh, especially with Nana Shimura showing up herself. Uh, (laughs) Huge fan. Uh, Man, I don't know how this is going to turn out because they're not going to fight in this realm, are they? Like... What is that even gonna I mean, be? I think I think all the past users are like fail safes. <laughs> are like fail safes for the power itself. So maybe like they're gonna prevent like they're like gonna prevent him from taking the quirk, hmm. I guess. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know what they're gonna do here. Um I I'm stumped. Uh which is not a bad thing. No, not at all. It's great. Uh, I'm I'm glad that we are still in this world like m- mode where we don't know what's gonna happen next. Uh, I don't see them really fighting as much, especially since like I feel like the other quirks are supposed to be a surprise. So I don't know. I can't I can't imagine what's gonna happen. Maybe and now I'm starting to wonder what exactly this world is for in the first place because she's like you can't move in this world yet, right? So, like, what's the point of him being able to move in this world? Like, Does what she say yet? more is there to this? Well, I, I believe that this is one of the quirks. That this weird dreamscape is, like, one of the older quirks, like, maybe the second user's quirk or something. It could be the first quirk users. Who knows? I mean, I... I it, it could be the first, the brother's quirk. It could be these thing. things in total. Like, this could be what All for One and One for All is. Uh... Like what it truly yeah. is. It's just this avatar type state. Uh, yeah. Where it's like much, all the yeah. previous avatars are here and you could drop on their knowledge. It's interesting. Um, I, I like it. I can dig it. I can't help but think. I, I think we're probably going to get like a big expansive what is one for all and all for one finally in these moments. Because I don't see another place for it even in the future if you're going to be in this place both of these both of the main antagonist and the protagonist in the same place in these compromised situations in this place where so much of the lore exists i don't i can't imagine that we're not going to get a lot of answers as to what all for one and one for all really are yeah that's true i do think that yeah we need to start answering questions here for sure and plus it's also this chapter is also coming after a pay, uh, a chapter where Bakugo is questioning what exactly this quirk means too, right? Yeah. Wow, that was actually very perceptive, man. I didn't even think about that. Like BT Dubs. Yeah, they are. They are. They, they're building something here. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, y'all are y'all are right, man. I didn't. I didn't really give too much thought into it, but yeah, I didn't think about it until Chris brought it up himself. I didn't think about it till just now. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, who knows? I mean, and BT Dubs, I think Bakugo is probably going to be fine. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's 
just not going to be fighting the rest of the battle. Let's yeah, he's going to be, be out for a while. There's yeah. a lot of people who are out of commission. Endeavor's out of commission now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh my God, great chapter. Um, yeah. I don't know if this, this was this was one of those chapters. Is it? It wasn't. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. But, it was, but, I, but, but I'm like, oh, really great. so close. Really great. Because I think well, we, okay. we have our RGC in common, Three Josh, really probably. Close to me. Honestly. This is one of those chapters where I was like, fuck, bro. I really wish I was reading this when the series was over so I could just keep reading. Right. <laughs> like, you know, it's great. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Another week. Like, I want to go with the Pomo State, wake up two years from now, and. Just start binge reading fucking my academia. <laughs> he was gonna say go comatose for just a week, like the next Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and just keep doing that. That's hilarious if you continuously go with comatose just to the next releases. Shit. Or you could do like click like Adam Sandler and just put your life on autopilot. What a great concept. Mm-hmm. What a great concept. <laughs> yeah. Click. The greatest concept in cinema history. Oh my god, in any case, very close contender for RGC. I think uh, there is one chapter that I was like, oh fuck, I can't. Only because they did the most, <laughs> as always. And come on, oh, Ariane, we're going to get Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's get into it. And I sincerely apologize, because it shouldn't be, but it is. It, it just is. is. I'm sorry, folks. We're, we're not biased here. We have to do, we have to follow our hearts here. We're not like our... Uh... No, I'm very biased. No, you know what I mean. We're not. Speaking we're not going with uh, with popular opinion here. We have to go with our oh, hearts, well, our souls, yeah. and what they tell us to do, and... My hero academia this close. If this series didn't exist. I mean, I partly blame my hero academia also for setting a bar so that when it's not Mm -hmm. past it or just there, it's it's you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm jaded. I'm jaded. I agree. Jaded. (laughs) Still the best. Well, it's not the world trigger. Anyways. It's time to randomize. And one piece, yeah. It is time to randomize. Justice League number fifty-four. Um, last we left Shit. off, <laughs> a small member, a small team of the Justice League, are, have uh, ventured into the multiverse, the dark multiverse, in order to find uh, Perpetua's throne and free the Legion of Doom from it, in order to take away Perpetua's power or to take away so, a chunk of it. I haven't been reading Justice League Odyssey, even though I talked about how good it was and. Uh, you know, it was very yeah. entertaining. Kind of fell off the past two or three issues. I, I will get back to it. Me too. Because I have it downloaded on my phone still. You're, I'm right know, in the same boat. It. You're not alone. Especially since it's actually ending soon. So we should probably get on that. Yeah, why not? Because we put all that all that time into it. You know yep. what I'm saying? And money, right? So yeah. might as well see it to the end. So this is the uh, the issue starts. And the reason we mentioned Justice League Odyssey is because uh, the issue starts with a boom tube teleportation and uh, who comes out of it is Starfire and Cyborg, already in like post-apocalyptic gear, like death metal gear that everybody else is wearing. Uh, and apparently, at some point during Justice League Odyssey, they were they teleported back to Earth for some reason. Um, because they no, said, this was this literally what happened. They, they literally teleported. And, and, all right, so 
they all get that those outfits automatically in this world. <laughs> like Kingdom I've, Hearts? I've, I've come to, I understand now. <laughs> I, I feel like this panel helped me understand that a lot. Because he literally says, like, okay, we just boomed two out of, you know, our comic book. And we're here. What the fuck is going on? Like, they have no idea what's going on with that. Like, yeah. un- completely unbeknownst. They literally pulled up and shit is fucked up. Yeah. So they turn around. You put it in all that work in space, and then you come back to your home anyway. Yeah, basically, basically that's what Cyborg says. He turns around. He's like, "Well, shit. This is. Uh, we leave for like a few weeks, and this is a fucking apocalyptic wasteland." Uh, they get surrounded by like super mutated uh, <laughs> versions of like King Shark, I think that is, and and Professor Pig maybe, and that's Killer Croc for sure. Uh, and that's when the Justice League find them. And they're like, we gotta go. They fight through this little army, and uh, Starfire is immediately like, wait, why the fuck is Lex Luthor here? Uh, and Lex is like, uh, Nightwing's like, he's not here with us. He's not part of the team. He follows us around because he's weirdo. Uh, yeah, we can't really do anything to stop it, to be honest. By the way, so. by the way did you guys see that video of um, of uh, Jeff Bezos with robot arms and stuff? <laughs> no. What? He's he's like he's literally turning into fucking a real life version of Lex Luthor. He's like testing like the, these robot arms, and he laughs like an evil fucking villain while he's testing it. He's he, literally he the Lex Luthor, Luthor. <laughs> the big derpy one, he's the green to kill and Superman. purple one. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, he can't wait. Oh man, man. Lex is like, you're making a mistake, Nightwing. You should be. You should let me join your team. And Nightwing is like, no, you're a <laughs> dick. <laughs> this is your yo, fault. Yo, Cyborg says, how about hell no? say, <laughs> <laughs> this is how you treat a teammate. <laughs> like, bro, we literally just told you you're not with the squad. What's wrong with you? Yo, Lex Luthor. You're not valid anymore. You're not valid. Lex Luthor has gotten real needy in the last couple of days. <laughs> Probably has something to do with his fucking face. Nobody wants what to be happened? my friend anymore. That was when, like, the Batman who laughs uh, betrayed him, and Perpetua was like, "Fuck out of here." You remember oh, when he landed on the ground? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny. Uh, he, the the entire time they're like, you, "No, this is your fault." Like this whole event because of you. <laughs> Why do you think we want you on our side? <laughs> and uh, you know they fuck off without him. Uh, meanwhile, we we get an answer as to what John Johns has been doing this entire time. Uh, John Johnson is still fighting the Mind Hunter, which is a version. Still. Emphasis on still. Which is a version of Bruce Wayne that absorbs the DNA of Martian Manhunter, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and has basically all their powers to a degree. Uh, they're fighting physically outside, but inside of their minds, like a fucking group of losers. They're just on on armchairs and having a battle of the minds. You know what? I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad at Bruce. I'm not. I'm not mad at evil man Hunter Bruce. I'm really not, bro. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion to call it lame, especially since John Johns is a part of the situation. So I think there's <laughs> always an argument, at least, to call the situation lame, right? Yeah. I think that's understood. But, um, it's... It's the fact that I know what time it is, and if it, if it, if he, all right, we we talked so much shit, we know, we know, but it's like yo, he literally makes the point, like yeah, so I have your powers, and I'm Batman, and I'm Superman to a degree, me? and I thought, <laughs> there's no way, 
Yeah. He's gonna <laughs> and if they do, I'm going to be really upset. He, yeah. He's going to need help or something. I really hope that's what it is. I hope Kendra has to come by and bash man. Mindhunter. The man, Mindhunter. <laughs> in the fucking head and she's like there you go teamwork it's funny don't leave it out time again all right it's funny you, you mentioned that time and i'll fucking kill you or something it's funny you mentioned that martian manhunter just like outside of its external force he's like Rawr! and he doesn't yes know. he's losing <laughs> and not only that he's losing first of all look you can even see in the oh my god in every single panel he's in a losing like position <laughs> okay and the top panel right on the chairs right you can even see their posture yeah you're Bruce right is sitting back very relaxed <laughs> and, and, and this guy who's supposed to be the expert on all this mental shit anyway he's like like kind of standing upright in his chair all fucking nasty, <laughs> right so it's like oh my god man they make it too easy look <laughs> so 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 then you got these like these, these these kind of four square panels, right? Or uh, did in a weird way, right? But it's still double losing for John John, right? Because um, you've got the 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 mind hunter like er like gritting, and he, and, my, and John John's like, er, like you're actually right. <laughs> He's, He's like losing oh. in every situation of this page. And then progressively <laughs> worse. Yeah, because he then, screams so loud, and the next page you turn over, he's screaming so much anguish that Hawk Girl <laughs> can sense he's in pain. <laughs> and Hawk Girl's like, oh, my John John's oh, is losing senses or tingling. Yeah. <laughs> God, you guys do this guy so foul every time he no, shows up. DC does. Scott Snyder did. Fuck you, Brian. That's not on us. Josh is right. If anything, the way we're describing back, bro. That's not on us, bro. No, the way we're describing it. The way we're describing it is exactly how it's happening. John Johns is not competent. I'm lying. You need to read that. You're not looking at the panel. That's why. Yeah, you have to find it, Brian. Because this is crazy. We get a flashback. Oh my god! For just all you need to see—that's the end product. <laughs> uh, okay, so come on, man. so here's come what on. happens: we get like a feeling, like everybody's like seeing Hawk Girl sense him losing, and then Hawk, everybody's like, "Are you <laughs> all right?" It is. It's like, "Are you all right?" And they're like, "I can, I can sense, I can sense John Johns. He's hurt." And uh, Cyborg's like, "Why did he go by himself?" And then we cut back to a flashback as to why he did this. Apparently, he walked up to Kendra and he was like, I could feel your anger, Kendra, but you know what? I must do something on my own again because I do not learn my lesson. It's like that SpongeBob episode where the old man was like, how many times do we have to teach you this this lesson, old man? (laughs) And he flies off. And, and, you know, he goes, go with Detective Chimp or something. I'm going to go deal with this on my own. Right? Nigga says, go with Nightwing. Find Detective Chimp. Why those two people specifically? <laughs> He's not like a clairvoyant. He he has mental abilities, but he can't see the future. So he really was just like, take yeah, the normal guy and the monkey. Assholes. Yeah, and peace out. Yep. Go find, go, go entertain yourself with them. And I'm going to go and lose. Yeah, meanwhile. <laughs> Back in the present, uh, the the Justice League team come across the Valley of Star Starros. There are these massive. This is massive field of just Starros on the ground, like like 
just sleeping and shit. And it turns out it looks really. It is well. Scary, actually. It like, is it really cool. Hella creepy. It is well drawn, like hell. And um, apparently, this is the result of a Batman who got taken over by Starro, but not really because then he just re like he just flipped the script at some point and just now commands an army of Starros. So you know, this is his this is his domain. So they have to walk through it, and they're like, "Yeah, this is easy. They're all sleeping. I'm not afraid of them." Uh. Nightwing recaps like, yeah, I've been lost. My memory's been lost for a while. I got shot in the head. I went by Rick. It was a crazy time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's when Nightwing starts to go through a series of just like little nightmare scenarios. I thought I like it's a nice touch that every time, like the panel, every every page you turn or every other panel or so, he's in a different iteration of his costume. So you have his like blue. Yeah, costume. he has some real lame ones. He has his blue, regular blue cost, costume, which is great. His new 52 all-red Edgelord Nightwing costume. Um, and his Batman Ooh. costume when he was Batman. When he was actually Batman, which is dope. His old disco Nightwing. I don't Nightwing. know about these blue and gold ones. I, I can't really see the, the top one too much, but the one with the collar? Eh. Those were his very first uh, Nightwing design. The, the, back in like the 80s or some shit where he had like a disco collar and bell bottoms. Um <laughs> And uh, back down, <laughs> back to Robin, and uh, now he's just realizing. Oh wait, we've been genjutsued by Starro, and um, that's when uh, Lex Luthor shows up. Is like, you fool! This is why I told you to let me come with you because you're gonna need my. You would have known not to go through the Valley of Starro if I had been here. I, I, I kind of thought to myself like maybe that wasn't the best idea either. That's what well, I thought too. What the too. fuck do I know, right? I was also I, like, I, I, well, you I could have told them. Good. Yeah, I was like, you could have told them what, like, you didn't have to be all cryptic, like, you would need my help. Yeah, right? <laughs> just could... be like, listen, guys, all right, just, just don't go through the valley of the stars, all right? <laughs> Whatever you do, go around them. Go around. Or fly above or something. It's like that scene from Finding Nemo where they're like, yeah, don't, don't, don't go, go through. through <laughs> don't go over the trench, go through the trench. <laughs> yeah. That's what they said. Yeah, it's just kind of flipped. Yeah, he could have yeah. just done that. But uh, anyway, all the Starros are alive, and you know they're using, they're mind controlling the rest of the league in order to take down Nightwing and Lex Luthor. So the next, ta- next, ta- next issue, Lex Luthor and Nightwing are gonna have to fight through these, uh, the super powered members of their team. <laughs> um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I thought it was a good issue. Um, you know, it is what it is. Like we shit on, we shat on John Jones pretty aggressively. Um, but it it be that way. Um, again, I'm not I'm not claiming I'm not responsible for that. No, neither am I. <laughs> I mean, we'll give him respect when he earns it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not gonna like be like, okay, John Jones, you didn't know. I'm gonna actually <laughs> be very proud and maybe crack a tear. We'll see. That's yeah. gonna that's gonna be one hell of an episode, man. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, Too bad it's probably not gonna happen. Yeah, but uh, in any yeah. case, that was Justice League. It is time to realize. Black Clover. Uh, this is Black Clover. In case y'all were wondering, this was not the VGC. This was not the third chapter that I was talking about. This is uh, Black Clover. Chapter but it was okay, nonetheless. Yeah, 266. Dark Garden Invitation. We start off immediately. So oh, wait, go for They it. got a wasted color page. Why? Am I wrong for saying that? Why is it wasted? I think it looks cool, but it's like, come on, man. You give 
Like you get a color page and this is what you do, bro. Uh, I I give it a it's it's pretty regular, but you know what? Usually, uh, Tabata's color pages are pretty fire. So I'm like, I could get let a a regular one slide. Yeah, I think I'm hating. I think I got a little. I still got that John John's in me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we should have unleashed. <laughs> yeah, that's how crazy it is. So we tone it down a bit. We, have, we haven't even unleashed all of our venom. <laughs> so, you know, give us some credit. Uh, get we John John's out of your system. <laughs> dog, we could have really dragged it. We really could have gone a little longer probably. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty tame. <laughs> What all, they did? all we really did was read the panels and it did it itself anyway Brian you weren't here for it. you weren't here for what they did to him <laughs> that was when we had uh, Chef Brian as our producer oh um, but anyway Black Clover starts off with this uh, wizard the wizard king talking to Gaja and they're like oh sh-. they're just basically explaining the situation it's like oh shit well you know it just so happens we're at the elf kingdom getting stronger so you know we'll meet you guys there uh, Wizard King's like, oh, cool. Later. And their Zoom call is over. Gaja's like, the next <laughs> panel, Gaja's just like, angry. I will save you. No matter what. And uh, Charlotte is also like, I will save you, Yami. You know? Uh, meanwhile, at the Black Bulls headquarters, Noct uh, finally has a little bit of an interaction with the rest of the Black Bulls members. They're basically like, so yeah, that's the ordeal. We have three days to get our shit together and go storm the spade kingdom and uh finral's like you never come here why don't you ever hang out if you're like the vice captain why are, why are you never here and uh noct is like because i hate the black booze you guys <laughs> you guys are just a bunch of losers who you know there's a brazen winch who dr- does nothing but drink spatial magic who was so careless with women that interfered with missions a ruined noble and former convict and you know then he <laughs> starts talking shit about magna and uh, and our boy, um, what's his face? What's his name again? Zora. Zora, yeah. And uh, Gray is like, don't judge them how they look. And Noct is like, if you don't want to be judged by how you look, don't look like that. Then don't look like that. <laughs> that was <laughs> fucked up. So. Yeah, Noct is pretty fucked up. He's like, yeah, I mean, you know, I heard you guys did like really cool in this fucking war before with the demons. But, you know, you can't just go through a life of being shitty people and then just do one good thing. And I mean, he literally says something very much to your liking, right? I mean, right? He literally says when nasty looking people or those who are. Yeah, you literally just said that, right? Yeah. Like he says, I hate that. You hate that, too, about Black Clover. Mm, It's interesting because I I (laughs) thought about this thing. Oh, you you was ready to punch a hole through your laptop. (laughs) Vengeance, bro. He was like, "They're not arresting him." <laughs> that wasn't. But this isn't vengeance. They're talking to. He's pretty tight. No, they're he not talking about mad. vengeance. No, vengeance is crazy. The Black Bulls are not in the same league crazy. as vengeance. Vengeance. No, no, is yeah, wild. I don't know why he's relating them. I like. I guess. We no, no, no. He's say not saying that. Trash and corny. He's not saying that they're the same thing. He's saying that like you people, you guys were just like fuck ups and losers, and just doing one good thing doesn't change that about you. You know, you gotta be consistent and that's why he's like if you want to if you really want to save yami then get stronger than what you are be better um and i was thinking about great motivation bro (laughs) well my first impression was like they're going a little hard this is getting to be a little bit much with knocked uh but you know i started to think about it and uh, i actually kind of 
dug it for the reason that like Noct doesn't really know them like that. Like Noct wasn't here when Asta joined, and it really made yeah. me reflect on Asta's influence on this team. Is essentially like he knows them as the people he, before Asta. They were previously, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking one hundred percent. I and I think there's going to be a point made that. Um, yeah, you know, at one at some point or another. Yeah, I was thinking. I was like, well, yeah, you don't know them, guy. They just they they've been nothing but actually very competent this entire time. But then mm-hmm. I realized it's like, yeah, yeah, but he wasn't around when they made this change, and he wasn't around for all this time, so he doesn't know them really. Uh, he's just assuming they haven't changed when they actually have. Uh, and I'm wondering if that's gonna. I hope that it's gonna be leading to some like development in Knox's case. Uh, down the road, I feel like that's kind of what's going to warm him to the Black Bulls is actually going to see that progress as opposed yeah. to this first little confrontation he had. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I gave it some thought. I I complimented Black Clover really, really well just now. So, you know, I'm doing my best. <laughs> I think it's cool. If they, pay, if they pay it off well enough, I'm here for it. I think it's kind of weird that they split up uh, the Electric Boy and Magna. I mean, Magna and Zora is not even around for the regular Black Bulls. I mean, obviously, they're going to have to come back at some point, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. But it's just, I don't know. Everyone's kind of placed in weird positions. But I, I, um, I like long, it. If they can explain it, like, I'm willing to take, like, okay, you know, it was good that certain characters went to the elf land because they're more suited to helping them level up. Or the other guys' powers in the Black Bulls are more suited if they just work on their own or... I, I don't know, man. There's some kind of explanation. I'll take it. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I feel like... <laughs> I just hope there's something. I think, like, Magna's probably been training this whole time, and I'm sure Zora's getting stronger. So I think there's going to be an explanation as to why they haven't been here this whole time. So I'm not worried about it, necessarily. I'm excited, actually. Zora's my favorite character in the show, probably. So I'm excited to see what they do with him here. Uh, but in any case, uh, Noct teleports him and Asta to this uh, old noble's uh, home, like this big ruined mansion. And it's probably obviously his house, like his childhood home. Um, yeah, that's what I thought too. But um, yeah, he arrives and then he uses the shadow magic dark garden invitation, teleports him to this weird place that seems to be like this underground tomb. And he's like, for the next two days, I'll teach you everything I know about devil magic. As a result, you'll grow exponentially. And um Ooh. Basically, he's just been like, you're using the devil power that just trickles down from him. You're not using his full power. What you're going to do now is you're going to do a devil binding ritual, which you'll make a contract with the devil and you will be able to use his power at at the at their command. And he's like, cool. <laughs> How are we going to do that? And he's like, he uses, uh, he steps, Asta steps into the rings, says summon, and the dark energy starts to fly out of him. And the his Asta's devil is standing, sitting right before him on air, and his right arm is gone. Uh, and Knox says, "You will fight the devil, and win." Oh, so I guess Asta has to fight his hollow form now, and uh, get his Zampak too. <laughs> yes, I don't hate it. Get his Bankai. Oh, right, his Bankai. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm here like for it. Narco had to fight himself in a. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the fight against the nine tails beast, you know, it's a trope. Yeah, it we, is. we get it. I fight mean, your inner demon, quite literally. I get it. Whatever. <laughs> I'm Real edge. Asta's gonna beat up this primordial 
demon that's devil that's been around since forever and because Asta can win. Yeah. I mean, because you know, Asta can win. That is my response. For sure. <laughs> I liked it. I liked this chapter. Um, I'm not going to harp on like, he's going to fight his, his hollow nine till fox devil form now. <laughs> I mean, we already did, but yeah. not really. I'm, I'm like, of course he is, but it's whatever. I'm not. I'm not angry at it. Um, hopefully, this leads to. No, to I'm, I'm looking forward to to what they got. Um, you know, who not knows? Not holding my breath for anything. Like you know, but Black Clover can have Black Clover can have its own unique spin on it. Uh, I'm curious to see how they go about it. Benefit of the. Doubt. I don't think it's going to be just a fight or something like that. No, especially since he doesn't have his arm. So it's going to be a whole. Yeah. It's going to be a whole to do. Maybe we'll get some answers as to what, because this devil seems to like they've hinted at this devil is like special in a way that others are. So we'll see. Um, but in any case, it is time to randomize. <laughs> Batman number one hundred. Uh, this is a big issue, guys. Uh, uh. Very long. So let's get right into it. It's the conclusion of Joker War. Uh, it starts with Batgirl arriving at the uh, the clock tower. I, I think this is the Belfry where uh, the Detective Comics team was at, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, she becomes Oracle again. She basically takes her role as like Oracle, becomes the guy in the chair for the rest of the Bat family. Um, and she's basically encouraging like the team and also uh, the city of Gotham as a whole. is like, we're on the case. We're doing the thing. We're going to get through this, essentially. Uh, Harvey Bullock is like being rep- like he's surrounding like the clowns or whatever. He's trying to take down the clowns, and some cop just walks up to him like the the mayor wants you to stop now. And uh, if you don't stop, you'll have to hand over your gun and badge. And Harvey's like, okay, and he does so. So whatever. And he's like, if you guys want to join me and not be corrupt fucking cops, let's fucking do the thing and save people. Um. Meanwhile, back at the uh, back at the where Ace Chemical Warehouse, Batman Joker in the new future Batman suit, um, which looks cooler. Like now that we see it in action, I like it. Uh, I'm starting yeah. to get used to it, I guess. Um, and it, it's good on Joker. I think it's kind of cool. it's good on Joker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's just shooting randomly at the Joker. Uh, they're fighting each other. Uh, you know, it's a big battle sequence. Batman punches the shit out of him. He goes like, shut up, while Batman, while uh, Joker is like clowning him. Um, yeah, and, you know, he's talking to shit as per usual. Yeah, he he punches him so hard that he breaks the future cowl off of his head. Just shatters it. In, oh, damn. In one punch. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Meanwhile. Yeah. Yeah, yeah meanwhile, uh, punchline is like, he, uh, the Joker blow, blew up the factory at a time where he was not supposed to because, of course, he he doesn't care. He's just like, this is what he wanted all along, so it doesn't matter what the rest of the plan is. Uh, Punchline is like, shit, everything's everything's fucked. And the underbroker goes up to him and is like, yeah, I see that everything's going down. Uh, we lost our money, so, you know, I don't want to have any connection to the Joker anymore, so Punchline, get the fuck out. And, Deuces. you know, so that's when Nightwing also shows up like, sup, it's me, I'm back. I don't have amnesia anymore. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they start fighting for a while and uh, the rest of the Bat family shows up 
it's revealed that Catwoman was the one behind. We didn't read this part of the story, but Catwoman's heist has uh, has went through successfully, and now Wayne Enterprises has all of controlled money back from the Joker. Uh, the Joker, Batman's like, you see that? We won. That's it. It's over. It's over for you. And the Joker's like, this is all, this is really what I wanted all along. I don't really care about the money. Like, the theater shit, like, my plans aren't done. The theater shit, that was just to fuck with you. You know, like. Yeah, I just wanted to get you tight. Come yeah, on. that was just a little troll. Let everybody see a stupid, dumb face. Yeah, but it's, uh, he's basically like, it's really about us. I mean, What I really wanted to do was this suit here. Like, basically, I wanted to ruin your retirement plan. Uh, I just wanted to fuck up Gotham so bad that it just reverses all the progress you tried to make and we're going to make so far. So you're just kind of back at square one. Uh, That's rough, man. I feel really bad because, you know, as he starts to explain and you see like the future painted out, I mean, you've got Batman, which actually he does look really cool in a new suit there. Or maybe it's because Catwoman has a new suit on and she's hugging up on. Yeah, she you has know, a matching this is a suit. Nice little picture. You know, I'm a you know yeah. I'm a sucker for the Batman and Catwoman stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yo, it's crazy because he really thought like he. It makes sense. He's like, bro, I can't fight forever, and that's that's what Rebirth started with. And I'm glad that he still kind of has that in mind. Like, I gotta stop at some point. I will grow old. Yeah, and you don't want the Batman Beyond universe because that shit was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, no, but uh, no good. yeah, I mean that was essentially the plan the entire time, and uh, he's like, "I'm also gonna fuck you up so bad that people won't even recognize." It doesn't really matter that you're Bruce Wayne. Like, I didn't even have to unmask you to so people could see who you really are. And like, you know, he's going through his whole like big epic speech, and right away he's about to like stab Batman in the face and ruin his face. Harley Quinn to shoots ruin his face. That kill him. Yeah, Harley Quinn just shoots him in the motherfucking eye. Oh, like, good! Right through. Uh, and he's just like, fuck! Who did that? And then all you see is Harley Quinn just like, sup? Remember me? Uh, and he, Joker at that point, he he's... Harles. Harles. <laughs> he's like, man, you gotta ruin everything. Uh. Um... So he's... yo, it's mad funny because 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 Harley Quinn's like talking that shit, right? How about how cathartic it was to shoot him, and he's like, "Man, you still didn't get the kill shot." But you know, she's like, that. "He always got that." She's like, "Yeah, that was kind of on purpose because the kill shots got to come from Batman." So what she does is she straps herself with a bomb and also the Joker with a bomb, and she gives Batman a choice. It's like you either save him or you save me. You're gonna have to. I mean, that is what she told him. Yeah, from I... the jump, like, because <sighs> this is the she knows she can't force him to kill him himself. So yeah. he's like, I'm putting you in a situation where you have to save one of us. One of us is gonna die, and you're gonna have to make that call. Uh, and she did say he she would come when he was losing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, she was like, you were yeah, losing. He wasn't winning. <laughs> you were losing. You were about to get stabbed in the face with a fucking battering. He's about to be Scarface X Batman. Come on. And Batman was Batman was like, no, my fa- I was calling my family. <laughs> well, I, I had it under control. I didn't mind those scars on my face. It would have made me look tough. Yeah, it would be cool. <laughs> would be more scared. Anyway. Nightwing has a scar. I'm going to take away back in Wolverine. Fuck is you talking about? You're, I broke you're my gonna take away. You're really going to take away more fear for me, huh? <laughs> 
Batman's like, Nightwing has a scar. Why can't I have a scar? He has a scar in his head. I want a scar in my head. He's not, he's not more hardcore than I'm him. supposed to be the master. That means I have to have a cooler scar. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Harley is just like, nah, you were losing. Whatever. Let's. Uh, it doesn't matter. What, losing, not losing, whatever. You're going to have to make the call now. The bombs are activated. So Harley starts walking away into the fire, creates a separation. And uh, ba- Joker's like, that man, she still got it, don't she? She's the best. Right? He's like all cash, right? Yeah, she's so dope. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so, <You> know, <laughs> yeah, so basically he's like... I'm laughing, but this is a really good scene, actually. Yeah. It's a really nice page. Batman's like, yo, I know you're not stupid. You probably have some shit that you can get out. If you're smart enough to pick the pockets from the next-gen Batsuit, you can fucking get out of this. <laughs> and Joker's like, nah, I agree with Harley. You're gonna have to make one call or the other. So, you know. Yeah, he's like, I ain't have... No way. I, I, I'm not taking this W away from... I'm not gonna... Right? Yeah, pretty much. Like I, and yeah, he's such a slow loser. He also explains, it's like, yeah, not only am I here, you're not gonna, like... You're not gonna just, like, risk me dying and then also leave your... Alfred's body here. So, you're gonna... Have, I know you're probably gonna have to choose me. And then that's when Batman... They just look each other in the eye and Batman just walks past him. And then Joker's like, wait, what? <laughs> and uh, it was and all you see is like the Alfred Joker zombie mm-hmm. just laughing his ass off, just like laughing super hard. He's like, "No, why are you? Don't you walk away from me? And don't you walk away? Nigga told Alfred to shut up. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, told, he told his zombie corpse to be like, shut up. And uh, th- he explodes. The bomb goes off. Joker is supposedly dead. We see him die. Come on. We, yeah. You know what that means. Yeah, we cut to <laughs> one week later. Harley Quinn is in a hospital bed, and Batman is right beside her. She's like, I saved you. I made the call. And then she's like, so did that mean he's dead? And he's like, nah, he escaped. Uh, He found the bomb <laughs> intact, and apparently he broke out with the tools he stole from the Batsuit. So, you know, Joker didn't call, Joker didn't call his own bluff, which is interesting. Um. Uh, yeah, I, because, you know, on the one hand, you can look at this as an eye roll, like, oh, man, same old, same old, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that this event is going to have effects on the relationship between Batman and Joker, which... I would hope so. It, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, there was something in another book. Yeah, they had the situation with Bane. No, that was while he was running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, well, whatever. We'll get to it at the end of this time. But I do want to make a point right in the second that when I mentioned Endgame, like Scott Snyder's Endgame, I feel like they already kind of came to that point. It it ended differently. Obviously, they both kind of fake died or whatever. Mm -hmm. But there was a moment where Batman basically broke Joker. Like like the Joker flinched. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have... I don't know, whatever. I know what you mean. It's like this weird cyclical thing where like they're just breaking each other down. <laughs> there's always like this will change the relationship between the Joker and Batman forever, but you know, it's always going to just keep repeating itself. And it's not like a bad thing as long as like they keep shaking it up. I don't know how many more avenues you can go. Yeah, t- I think Tinian did it well. 
you know. Uh, I agree. Right? Is that the one? Yeah. yeah I, I, you know, with that said, you know, I, I do. It sucks that that stuff isn't valid anymore, but I like it still. Yeah. I mean, here, I guess we'll go into it later. I just think it's an interesting character quirk because we've seen Joker time and time again be like, you're going to have to kill me in order to, like, get me to stop forever. And, you know, Joker didn't, like, stick to that because in a way it's kind of saying that like Joker would never let Batman kill him. Like it wouldn't like if he knew that Batman would do it, he would find a way to like, he would try to stop it. Yeah. Which again, like I said, it changes the, the, the dynamic up for uh, sure a bit or rather it should. It, hopefully it does. Like you said. So yeah, hopefully basically Batman's like, everything's going to be okay. Now I'm going to change and be a better Batman. So we'll have to see what that means. We get a little epilogue where, uh, we meet a new villain for the next arc called the uh, the Ghost Maker, who is apparently looks to be like a Sasuke s character, where they both had the same master, and they were like, "Our master." He was he's basically like, "Our masters would be so ashamed of you." It is time for this city to have a choice in its protector. The truth is o- truce is over. It's time for Gotham to meet the Ghost Maker, and I'm like, "All right, okay, okay." I mean. We'll Got see. the White Knight vibes, but uh, sure. Yeah. I Do mean, you remember that? Yeah. Arkham Knight? Wait, which knight? The 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 Light Knight. Uh, the, the, yeah, yeah, Arkham the Knight. Light, the Arkham White Knight. Knight. Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of gives me those vibes, but uh, I hope not. Yeah. We'll see. We get a couple of epilogue stories, uh, including the final, like finally the confrontra- confrontation between Batman and uh, the Clown Hunter. Uh, apparently, the Clown Hunter is, we probably could have guessed this, is just a kid who was whose parents were murdered by the Joker. Uh, and on top of that, their dead bodies were one of the ones used to attack Batman in the movie theater. So he's just got like a double grudge against the Joker. So, you know, Batman's like, all right, you got to stop. <laughs> no more murder for you. Uh, here, to go to therapy, kid. Jesus Christ. And Which is cool because he's like, instead of saying, hey, become a Robin and let me fuck your life up even more. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right? He's like, he's like, listen, I just go get help, man. Yeah, just this you is. You don't a... want to do this shit, bro. I'm miserable. I married a cat burglar. Yeah, who literally dresses like a cat. So it's a little weird. Yeah. My life's strange. Yeah. Your life does not have to be strange. <laughs> And uh, he goes away, and then uh, Clown Hunter looks down like, hmm, this could be cool. I could go get help, or I can continue my arc and continue to go kill clown clowns. So there's that. Uh, we get a little epilogue that confirms the Joker did, it did survive. He sees this video of Punchline basically feigning like Joker's her victim. Like, she's just, like, putting on this show, like, the Joker manipulated me and all that stuff, but also kind of spreading, like, his message in a way. And uh, the Joker's like, ooh, cool, she's still working for me. I like it. You know, we still have a future, I guess. And um, it turns out, like, the Joker is, the plans for the Joker is he's going to be away for a while. He's He's going to travel, and I guess it'll be interesting to see what happens after that. I guess, like, in this development of the Joker, what he becomes after traveling the world, because he never really leaves Gotham. So I wonder what he's, like, aiming at. And uh, apparently this storyline is going to continue in punchline number one, and I'm like, oh, man. No. (laughs) I don't know about that one, Chief. I'm like, "Mm, no. 
no thank you uh, i'm not that interested in punchline uh no. if there's one and that's where this joker stuff is going to continue and come on yeah if there's one like kind of like n- not amazing thing about this arc was punchline like she was so built up to be this this brand new epic character and i'm like yeah she's she's not she's not even better than harley you know like she's not even more interesting than harley so i'm not so... which in a, which you know she's not the most interesting either contrary yeah. to popular I mean, I, mean I, you know, I, I don't know I how like many... her. She's, she's not bad. Like, oh. She's not bad. It's not just... like, oh, Harley Quinn's not selling any comics for me, you know? Yeah, it's just the idea that, like, there was so much built behind her, and she's just kind of, like, good. She's a good villain, but, like, not, like, whoa, this is a character that's going to live through the ages. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. I could be wrong. It can change. But I'm right now, I'm, like, a... I'm not getting a solo series for her yet. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I no fucking thanks. have to, because uh, please, please don't make it super integral. Um, but in any case, that was Batman number one hundred, a great one hundred issue. The art was awesome. Uh, George Jimenez always, as always, brought it. Uh, the Joker War was satisfyingly like tied together. I don't have any complaints really. Um, anything uh, you want to guys want to move on? Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm happy the story came to an end and they wrapped it up. All right. As clean as they could, I guess. It was cool. It's time. I'm ready for more Batman and whatever they got next. It's time to randomize. Dr. Stone. Uh, this is okay. Dr. Stone, chapter 168. Uh, Corn City, population 1 million. Uh, last we left off, Chrome managed to capture Zeno. And now we're just like the forces of uh of luna like the one of the other simps that follow her manages to find wait time out a gravity boys is still going on i thought it got cut a while ago no no it's still here and you're still reading it brian i'm not reading it i haven't read it you love it that's why you mentioned it earlier i was just cut it off after like six or eight chapters or something or like after 10 or no I mean, good for them. I'm shit, my bad. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, my fault, bro. Anyway, back to the simps. Uh, one of the other of Luna's simps just walks up to Luna and is like, "Oh, you want me to help your new man? Anything for you, Luna." And uh, she basically like fr- this guy fr- frees Kaseki, and uh, sh- her, him, Kaseki, I think Francois, all jump off and escape. Uh, and Luna and this other simp just like walk off because they're one of Zeno's forces. So, you know, everything's going according to plan. And uh, Senku finally arrives to where Chrome is at. And they finally come face to face with each other, Senku and Zeno. And uh, they have a little moment to chat where they're like, so you survived, Dr. Senku. You know, you, d- you d- used your science to survive this far. And he's like, yep, science is elegant. Um <laughs> They have a little moment where everybody gathers around. Uh, Senku walks up to Luna and is like, good job, Luna. And Luna's like, noise. <laughs> he likes me. Um, they steal one of Zeno's boats. Uh, they ride away. And uh, the plan now is uh, diplomacy. Uh, reach out to Zeno's forces and be like, yo, we have your mans, but we're not here to be violent. We can work together. And is there anybody on Zeno's site that would be the most reasonable person? And Chrome thinks of uh, their mechanic guy. Uh, I forget his name. Mm. 
I don't remember if they named him. Uh, what's his name? Brody. Uh, Brody. He calls Brody and he's like, "So you want to talk hostages?" Is like, "Nah, we 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 can uh, we can exchange some information. I'll give you the I'll give you information. You give me the Corn City. I guess is what they're going through." And he basically breaks down the secret behind the revival fluid, and they're like, "Shit, <laughs> you gave me that." And uh, they they basically explain their entire plan. It's like, "We want to use all the corn in your city." to uh to use the alcohol within and create enough revival fluid for the entire world and two page spread of uh of the search team finally arriving in corn city and that's where the chapter ends so they make there's a mention of stanley right and he says an alliance guaranteeing the hostage's safety stanley never agreed to terms like that he'll track all of you and xeno down the same nigga he was just working for to the very ends of the earth. So, why? Why would you keep going if your boss is already like? I don't understand. So he's keep. Are they keeping the hostages the whole time? Like, I don't get the dynamic. Am I just small brain right now? Uh, no, you're on? not. Am I real, my smooth brain you're not. right now? It's a little. It's that's the thing. What's uh, Doctor Stone? Sometimes <laughs> as things go a little too smoothly. Uh where this is a real suspension of disbelief thing where they're like, no, we have a team of super soldiers on our side. We will kill you children and take our boy back. But uh, like, he, he says that without saying it. He like real smooth. He's like, you know, we don't got to He's like, I don't got nothing to talk about with the hostage things. We got the higher numbers. We're going to figure this shit out. Yeah. Um, and then he just kind of gives him the formula way and, and, and expects makes, like scouts honor. You know, just be like, it's just weird because, all right, I guess it makes sense. It makes, all right, this is what doesn't, all right, the Stanley part doesn't make sense, but I'm back on track because he's, the dude is like saying, yeah, our goals do align. We want to revive people and he got, you know what I'm saying? Like, fine, whatever. He's just like, but Stanley's just don't have beef because he's an asshole Yeah, and he can't see nobody happy, I guess. (laughs) Nobody can be happy. That's why he smokes cigarettes. He's cool. He hates himself. (laughs) Oh, yeah, always because it's cool. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was fine. Uh, it didn't go out. I mean, I don't know what I expected, really. Um, but I guess... Uh, I didn't expect him to win like this. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I knew the final blow was dealt once they got Zeno, but I didn't think it was going to end just like that. Yeah, neither did I. I mean, you know, it is uh, It is what it is. I mean, I, yeah, man, it's, it's a little too smooth. Out of, uh, out of uh, My Hero Academia's book. I said, you know what? I'm done with this arc. Choo! <laughs> let's, uh, let's get to the next Choo. It was fine. Uh, I, uh, it's a little too smooth, of course, but maybe next chapter they'll, like the guy, Stanley, will just be like, fuck out of here, and then just do stuff, and there'll be more of a conflict. Because I don't think... Sure, he was, didn't really have anything to say. I don't think he really agreed, anybody really agreed to anything yet. Uh, but who knows? But it says Corn City Founded. Like the mission accomplished. I I don't know. I'm just supposing. We'll I'm just supposing, but uh, in any case, that was Doctor Stone. Uh, let us randomize. Chainsaw Man. VGC. Yeah, this is a really good chapter of the week. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC.
<clears throat> okay, so it's let's... not fair. <laughs> it's not. We said it. I said it before. I'm gonna just repeat it for everyone who's like, "What the fuck are y'all talking about?" Shigaraki and One Four One, the same panel, man. <laughs> we really like Chainsaw Man, all right. And that's not you, Brian. I swear. That's, that's the. No, I agree. This chapter's really good. Yeah. It's fucking berserk. <laughs> okay. So, last we left Dude, off. Dude, I was right. It is the bomb girl. Yeah, oh I was about God. to say it. All right, they, so. No, they need to have a conversation. I'm not I'm not okay with them just like, he, he, whatever. We'll get to it. We'll okay, to so it. here's well, what I have happened. Thought. It turns out, uh, last week we were a little confused as to who these folks are, but it turns out all of these uh, people that Makima has gathered are people that Chainsaw Man has fought before. Not all of them. Uh, the sword guys. Yeah, we here. don't know every single one of them. Yeah. But the sword guys here, the bomb girls here, Reze, uh, and you know, there's a Quan Chi is here, of course, and you know, they all just like Makami is like, all right, it's time to attack the chainsaw devil, and then they all transform, they pull their like little weapon things. It's really cool. Um, even I some. Of... Okay, yeah, one's a spear devil or something. Yeah, I one's think? a spear devil. There seems right. to be like two sword devils. Yeah, there's this. It's like one's a katana and the other one's like in just a. Is Quan Chi like a broadsword? Like is Quan Chi yeah. is Reze? Um, there's a guy yeah. who's a gun. There's a dude with the spear, which is kind of cool. This this some person that looks really dope. This guy like long nails. I wonder what what I want. That was the, that was Shorty with the tie. I feel like we've seen her before. Do? What does she take out? She's she the sword. Snapped. She's like the whip lady at the end. I think those are whips. Oh, yeah, yeah, they all transform into their was. devils. Like, Big two page okay. spread where they all—it's so cool. Uh, they're all Is that like the gun devil. No, that's no, just that's a gun devil. devil. Did we did, did they fought some this guy before, right? Like he's not the gun devil, is he? No, I don't. No, I mean he should be, but he has guns on him. <laughs> it's really makes sense either because because then we should have seen like uh, um, your boy. What's his name? Um, that just passed Aki. away, man. Uh, Aki. Yeah, I feel like it would have been more on flavor to have him there, and that would have been a little bit more dramatic. So for that, I'd like to say that that's not him. I don't think that's the gun devil. Let's say that's either flamethrower devil or other gun. Yeah, devil. maybe that's it is a flamethrower devil. Actually, that makes a lot more sense because his head. That's what it Now that I'm like. zooming in, his head is a tank. You know. Oh. Okay. Ooh, okay. Flamethrower devil. Nice. So Hell fucking. Yeah. Okay, so two page spread, they're all converging on the chainsaw devil. And uh as they this is magnificent. I had to take a screenshot on this iPad. Yeah, chainsaw chainsaw devil disappears. Two page spread next page of then he him just like blasting through Quan Chi and the sword devil. Oh my god, it was greasy. <laughs> yeah, until they just stopped. They all pulled up on him too. Like, what did y'all all think was gonna happen? And then and he just <sighs> two page spread, Quan Chi's dead. Uh first of all, dead I... immediately. And so is one feelings of... about that. So is one of the sword what, devils. What yeah. More then... like a nice devil, right? That's I guess he is what he looked like, but, the, but they were long. They wasn't it looked like he took out a knife. Yeah. But well they transform yeah, in a I'm similar way over. too. We don't know him. They transform huh? in a similar way too where they they both have like little knives that come out of their hands. Mm. But anyway, he's <laughs> dead. Uh original chain uh sword devil shows up. Yeah, the Katana dude, he was a big deal. So when he pulls up, 
Yeah. It, this was kind of nice. This is somebody I ain't mind <laughs> what happened to him. One shot killed again. He thought he was cool. He does his move where he where he, he goes down and then just, you know, the, the classic samurai, like the, they clash and then yeah, the they wait for that's... someone to get cut in half. Dog. So Chainsaw Man didn't even receive a slash. Like, he didn't even get cut by him. He just, <laughs> you just see his head flown off, too. Yeah, his head's done. And Makima's like, okay, this looks unwinnable. And that's just where the Yeah, this ends. is probably my favorite text bubble from her period. <laughs> favorite text bubble of the entire series is is Makima could be listening. That's probably, like, the number one. Yeah, that's one of my favorite This is things. up there. This is one of those. This <laughs> Cause she just she says okay like like oh, all right I'm okay. coming to terms right now <laughs> that I'm not gonna win this one and this was probably a bad idea whatever I tried whatever I mean you <laughs> know either way I win because if I get killed by the chainsaw devil I just become part of him yada 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 um, yeah and I love it I'm a weirdo uh, that was Chainsaw Man I oh, mean yeah the art alone is just so cool and this is another one like Jujutsu Kaisen where I'm like I can't wait until this is animated. They yeah, better man, not fuck it up, man. Stupid in the best kind of way. Neither house has to animate this. Uh, yeah. It is so wild and crazy and fucking metal. Oh, but your boy shit. got thoughts. Your boy got thoughts. Or at least reservations. Go for it. There needs to be some. Like I said, I'm just continuing it. There, there needs to be some type of dialogue between the chainsaw guy and the bomb dummy. I'm very upset that she's working with. Makima. I agree. I really hope that she betrays her and she's like, fuck you, such and such. And, or maybe she helps Denji come come back to life or something. Oh, I don't know, man. I just don't want to see her get bodied, man. Quan Chi was okay. It was a little <laughs> whack because I, I would have liked to see a drawn-out fight. But I get it. He's chainsaw. He might as well be one punch, man. He's one chainsaw, man. I'm <laughs> hoping next chapter, they actually, next chapter they actually explain how these guys are back, though. Right. Well, essentially, devils don't, don't think really... we're gonna get that, bro. Don't even get your In a way, we I you... love that too. But in a way, we already I do. I think that like they've established that devils never really die permanently. Like they, yeah, they switch yeah. between worlds when they die. So when they die on hell, they are reborn on earth, and vice versa. So uh, it could. Okay. It's a possibility that. Yeah, like, they may explain the process of, you know, like they might do a flashback if Makuma said. That's what I would like. What I would like to see is, even if they take a couple, I know they won't, but even if they took like a, a two like two chapters to do a flashback to explain how Makuma was setting everything up mm-hmm. in the background and like little things between certain characters, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big geek of like big plan unfolding and this is how it worked out this whole time behind the scenes. You know what I mean? We, I really, so. So does that, probably not does that mean that. Aki could come back though? In theory, Ooh, maybe. Well, here's here's the thing. We kind of, sort of got a little bit of explanation. I kind of ran over it earlier, but Makima does mention is that like Chainsaw Man has fought all of these people before in hell, and then in the height of the battle, he disappeared before their eyes, and he became Bo- Pochita for some reason. I think that's what they're alluding to is that at some point, because Makima says you fought the weapon devils and the four horsemen who are now here at the height of the devil. And the, the battle, four horsemen. At the what? height of the battle, you vanished before our eyes. It makes sense that we couldn't find you even with all our searching. You were in. You were living in a completely changed near-death form, which is probably his Pochita form. 
So yes. it there there yeah. is a mystery to that that I'm sure they're going to explain as to why or how if he was fighting these guys all together did they push him to become that form mm. and it's interesting it also sets up the dynamic is that that's why they're so close is that Denji finds a weakened Pochita and takes care of him someone saves the chainsaw and- devil as opposed to the chainsaw devil saving someone is what I think damn man yeah that well yeah hopefully there's a little bit more to it too um I'm sorry but with Reze like Reze is yeah she was a human, but also a like. I don't understand. Were, are all of them like where they had the devil in them, or they are the devil? Because was she the devil? It's or like, was it, or were they a combination? Like, it's like Denji. because she had legit feelings. She tried to run away with him. She didn't even want to. I even bodied her because she was like, "Yeah, you did too much." Yeah, I like, think. Uh, supposed- I think it, they these guys have a particular situation <laughs> like Denji, where they made a contract with their devil in some form or another for whatever reason, but they still keep their consciousness. It's not like power where she's a fiend and like that. She's just a devil that took over somebody's body. They have like a, a working relationship with their devil. It's, it seems. And that's what I'm surmising. Mm. Maybe we will get some more info, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's all conjecture at this point. Yeah. At least uh, from what I understand, but this is such a great series. And, um, I do hope we get a little bit more for Reze, especially since she was like, out of all of these devils, she's a very impactful one in the story. Absolutely. I mean, it it it, it was the first major battle we've seen. With, you know what I'm saying? Like like an on-par battle between, you know, the chain without him just cutting somebody, like getting killed and then drinking blood and just cutting them up. Like, it was, you know, there was a... That's we've right. seen that Makuma was really making plays behind the scene. That was... It wasn't... I know I'm not bugging, man. It wasn't no, just, not. oh, man, his sweetheart, and I like it. Like, there was a lot of stuff that came from that, so. That's right. I need to be reconciled. <laughs> and hopefully we will. But uh, that was yeah. Chainsaw Man, and that has been our show. Thank you guys Yeesh. so much for listening. Uh, we uh, we very much appreciate it. Uh, next week, hopefully, I'm anticipating I'll have my shit together here, and we'll have a nicer set. Uh apologize for the mess um but uh thank you guys so much for listening as usual you could find me at the chris espinal at jd cole underscore 37 at b.esp on twitter and instagram uh go to uh twitch.tv slash it's punchline for brian's live video game stream uh follow us at new jump city on twitter and instagram email us at new jump city pod at gmail.com for any questions suggestions or just comment in the comment section below uh Subscribe to us on iTunes. Shout out the new YouTube. Shout out the new YouTube, of course. Um, subscribe to us What's there. the name of it again? New Jump City Podcast. It's the same one. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. You can find us on there. Uh, click the link in your description if you're listening to audio. It'll take you to the to the, uh, to the the new channel. And uh, subscribe to us there. Like us. Uh, we'd, we'd like to get a bigger, bigger following this time around, hopefully. So if anything happens, you guys can follow us around. Uh, I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening and stay safe, New Jump Citizens.